You are now tuned into the Boxing Bros. I'm Caden, and I'm here with my co-host. What's going on, everybody? It's Chill Dollar Bill. Yo, this is Slippery G, and salute to the Boxing Gods for giving us a good boxing weekend. And it's your highness, the real GBD. <laughs> What's going on, world? He met your highest. <laughs> General Nettables himself in the building. Oh, get it. <laughs> oh shit, my fault. I got the wrong line. Put it down. All right. Oh, we got Rico in the building. Shout out to the homie Rico. Yeah, definitely salute. As to always. This is my man Cashin's in the building. What's good? My Ruben man. Guerrero. Shout out to Ruben Guerrero. Culture YM. What's good? That's all my guys. All my guys is there. Rico, Ruben. What's up? Irish Boxing, bro. What's going on? Yeah, definitely. Salute to Irish Boxing, bro, man. He keeps me entertained on Twitter. You know what I mean? Same thing with Rico. Want to give a shout out to Solomon Allen. We appreciate you, brother. Whoa. Thank you, Solomon. Appreciate that. That's love, yeah. Mm-hmm. LK has arrived, honorary boxing bro. What's good, LK? Hey, go. Shout out to SCSL South Croy. I see it. I see him in the comments all the time. What's good, brother? Of course, we watched that Conor Ben fight. We we gonna talk about that. Yeah, we about to talk about all of those fights, man. You know. <laughs> You're right, Rico. That's right, my man D George. Y'all need to make a tell them to put us on Top Boy the show. They need us. Meet <laughs> us on the show, Top Boy. So make sure that y'all let them know what's good. Fast stoppage. Yeah, you- <laughs> you uh, what did you think of Big Rack versus uh, Courtney? <laughs> hey, listen. Great fight. I think that was the fight. Uh, we're we going to get into that. Don't worry about it. We're going to get into that. We're just going to give people some time to come in. Although we, this is spontaneous. We didn't plan on going live. But when we looked at the itinerary, we was like, hey, look, man, we might as well go live with this. Yeah, I agree with you. Calm fool for Ben. Yeah, big facts, you know. What's good, Jay? First time you caught the bros live. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome, bro. All right. Daniel Darcy, yo, we appreciate that, man. For a new boob job after last night. I <laughs> 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 uh, watched that fight, but I never saw Courtney once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, yo. You sound like me right now. Caution. Not fight Ben, bro. You know, Make the fight. Make the fight. That'd be big. That'd be big. Some money there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, if Carl wanted to get in the ring, let him do that. Oh, right? Tie on his back. Yeah, why not? You know what I mean? <laughs> Where they at? They all coming, man. I promise you. It's coming soon. All the way. Always. Facts. All right. Oh, Finar is showing you love, Kaden. 
Shout out to my man Fenaris. Larissa <clears throat> running for Marshall after that. Oh um, man, we're gonna talk about that. We got that. Oh, we got Rachel oh, in oh. here. The box. Hey, hey. What up, sis? <laughs> what hold on? I was out looking for Gerald Washington, but he nowhere to be seen. Wonder why. Listen, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. Rachel, shame on you and shame on stretch. Shame on all of y'all. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. We're gonna get into it. Um, I can't wait to reenact stretch from your uh last Yo, <laughs> I was talking to Stretch before that fight too, so I know I worked him up. Oh, turnt. He was so turnt, man. <laughs> we should get started, man. We should just get started. You know what I mean? Because we got mad topics to talk about. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get started, man. Right. Oh, let's just get it popping, man. Let's just get it popping. Let's just get it started. All right. So first up, we got Jamel Charlo and Earl Smith Jr. headlining the card. Yeah. So, oh, hold up. Actually, um, gee, if you can take that down for a second. Remember, we actually made this uh, the topic we were going to start with. Um, hold on, let me put it up. It's Fight Gate. <laughs> Part of me, people. Part of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Fight Gate. Um, we're actually what's going on. I'm sorry, what I'm not used to going live on a. Uh, I mean, sharing from a uh, live, so we got to get the groove. Is it sharing? Yeah, sharing. All right, cool. This is for- uh, three or four big offers on the table. Interest from Saudi Arabia, my gypsy brothers in Qatar, Uzbekistan, Russia, America, England. Some big, big offers on the table. I'm going to go for them on Sunday. And uh, hopefully we get this big fight on. And let me smash this big dosser, big useless dosser. Let me say, because when I get him, I'm going to give him that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's Tyson Fury just saying um, that there's some big offers on the table, um, and that you know he's going he's going to look over them today on Sunday, and then hopefully they'll have an announcement. So I know you're sick of hearing about it. We're sick of hearing about it. Trill Dollar Bill is sick of hearing about it. Trill, what are your thoughts on uh, Fightgate at this moment? Uh, this is the most suspenseful thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, this is how you know that this is a big fight. Because we're hanging on every word. Anytime somebody says something, everybody, the boxing world goes crazy. This is how you know that this is the fight that everybody wants to see. Everybody wants to see... Uh, Undisputed. Um, now they're saying the end of July is going to happen. They're looking like it's going to be Saudi Arabia. We don't know. We'll find out. We'll see soon. I don't know. All right. Go go to AO for a second. So AO, AO, are you saying that Lennox is a Canadian? I just want to know. All right. Um, uh, Conspiracy G, <laughs> what's your thoughts with it? I'm going to be honest, man. My thoughts is like, it's only Fury that's constantly, like, applying this pressure. Like, on AJ and Eddie Hearn's side, it sounds like, yo, they're getting the job done. It's going to happen. But Tyson Fury just seems like either he doesn't have faith in the process or he's just constantly mentioning it. So I think he's getting, like, a lot of people nervous for no reason. Undisputed is going to happen, man. So just Tyson Fury, stop talking about it. Just stay in the gym. You know what I mean? The T. B-E, baby. 
the royal, the royal. <laughs> the royal TV. Let, me, let me tell you this. This is a prime example of this is chess, not checkers. And you just see a lot of game, my games, everything. It's just a psychic opponent. I'll get them over anxious and not prepared for the match. So all of this Fury just needs to relax and just wait, you know, just wait, play the waiting game. Just like when your jersey gets called, jump in the ring. But right now, Fury's acting a little, little out of character for me. And I don't know if he's ready to take on AJ. It seems like he's this, this, the signs he's shown for me from weeks before, it's just, it just shows Fury is, doesn't know what's going on. He's out of the loop, but he knows he has a big fight on his hand. All right, so I'm not looking at it that way. I think there's a lot of egos involved in a situation like this. You got Eddie Hearn who has an ego like, oh, don't question me. I'm going to get it done. Like, don't question me, right? And then you have, um, you know, Tyson Fury who feels like he's not being included enough. He's not uh, being kept in a loop. As you can see, like when he started to talk about how the fight wasn't going to happen and how like he's not training, that's when he started being included more. I think you have um, a lot of people who who are in a position where they're going to potentially make the most money they've ever made in a fight and they all want to know what's going on. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, there's a lot of egos. There are, there are a lot of people who are used to being the man. So I think what you what you what you saw from Tyson Fury was just a guy who got some news. He's sharing it with, with people. He's showing like, yeah, I'm in the loop. Like, I know what's going on. And like, I'm going to decide where we fight. Like, I'm going to play a role in deciding where we fight. That's all I saw. But I'm happy to see that because it lets me know that um, Fury, at least as of yesterday and today, is interested in fighting Anthony Joshua. And Joshua doesn't really have to say much because it's already known that he's the cash cow. So he's just going to sit back and let things happen. But in the end, this is good for everyone. I'm just sick of it. Let's announce the fight. Let's announce the venue. Let's get it popping. Yo, they're really going in on my man Lennox. <laughs> we got a video on Linux. You should take a look at it. It's a throwback video. It's, I think it's called uh Can Anthony Joshua Surpass Lennox Lewis? Where we dive into Lennox Lewis a little bit. You know what I'm Hold saying? Up. Lennox is Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Well, he did get the WBC belt in Jamaica, but that's hey, that's a whole nother look. No, no, hold on, hold on. Because he cleared it up on Drink Champs. So, he, as a child, he was in England. Then he moved to Canada, you know, so technically he could rep both. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Who do you fight, fight for in the Olympics, G? Canada. You know what I mean? Who do you win a medal for in the Olympics, G? For Canada. So what? Where did he get the WBC title, G? Where was that? Where did he receive the WBC title? Where was he physically when they gave him the WBC title? I don't know. Was that in the U.S.? Jamaica. Jamaica? All right, well, then. For business purposes, purposes, he repped the U.K. Anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs) Somebody once said, it's not where you're from, it's where you be. No, no. It's okay. okay. Whatever. Misquoted. I, I still got it right. 
Hold on. All right, so we're going to pull that up real quick. So the problem with uh, doing live is it takes a long time for things to load up when you attempt to share it. So uh, that's the only thing that's uh, bad about it. But here we go. Should be coming up now. All right. So here's an article from Boxing News 24. Jamel Charlo versus Brian Castano on July 3rd or 10th. And Spence versus Ugas on the card. So basically... Uh, what they say is a fight is being negotiated between uh, by PBC between 154-pound champions Jamel Charlo and Brian Castano for July 3rd or 10th with IBF slash WBC 147-pound champion Earl Spence taking on WBA belt holder Udonis Ugas on the undercard in a pair of unification matches. The article goes on to say that the bout would take place in Texas, seeing as how both um, Jamel Charlo and Earl Spence Jr. are from Texas. So with that being said, uh, I'll turn this over to you, Kaspira G. What's your thoughts on um, Jamal Jamal Charlo facing Castano to unify and uh, Earl Spence Jr. fighting Udonis Ugas on the undercard of that fight in in, in Dallas, Texas, or in Arlington, Texas, basically? Well, I love that card, you know what I'm saying, and I'm willing to pay good money to to see that card. However, to me, I feel like Spence Ugas should be the headliners. You know what I mean? But, hey, it is what it is. I'll take it regardless. It's going to be a good night of uh, boxing. But I just feel like Spence and Ugas should be the headliners, man. More people know Spence than, than Charlo. And more people know Ugas. You know what I mean? So I just feel like that fight will be what's going to sell that car, not necessarily uh, Charlo's fight. But it is what it is, man. It's cool. Hey, hey. It's for Undisputed, baby. It's for Undisputed, baby. You know? Hey, three belts, four belts. You know what I'm saying? Simple mathematics. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I think that's it, but I feel you, G. I would rather uh, 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 Spence and Ugas be the main and uh, the Jamel Charlo, because it just because of the names, who is he fighting and everything. But I see how they're doing it because it's for undisputed, you know, more belts, you know. But either way, I'm with you. I'm supporting this card 100%. I like it, you know. I like it. This is this is dope, you know. It's actually um, it's 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 PBC is putting a, not like a, a gimme fight. They're putting a, a good competitive thing together. I think this is dope. TBE. Man, listen, the only reason why they headline is because it's undisputed. And you can't disrespect a, like an undisputed match like that. But you all know why this made the news. Because Earl Spence's name is involved. And I, I understand this is just the fight. <laughs> this is just that's all it is. I'm a, no disrespect to Jamel. Jamel, it, like, you know, you, I'm not going to go there. I, I can't even say that. But <laughs> you're a good guy. You're a good guy. Was, I don't want to say things that conflict, you know, cause conflict. But Jermel, you're a good guy in some people's eyes, and this fight is gonna be big. I'm a, I'm not mad at the fight. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. But this is 
this made news because Earl Spence was involved. And this is just going to lead to bigger fights. So I appreciate it. I can't hate on it. If we get two for one, and I'm honestly saying this happened because PBC lost money on Charlo's pay-per-views, the pay-per-views they did, and they're just trying to make their money back. So it's, it's, I ain't mad at it. I'm going to leave it at, leave it at that. Oh, but hold on. Can I add before um Kaden goes that, you know, remember Charlo and Spence, you know, they're boys. So, well, because I'm reading in the comments, somebody was like, "Why would Charlo? I mean, why would uh, Spence be on the undercard? He's, yo, know, they're, they're peoples. You know what I mean? So, why not? You know what I mean? You want to help out your man. You want him to get them good pay per view numbers so he can negotiate, you know, bigger bags in the future. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out to what, what G was saying too. You know, they both trained by the same guy. You know what I'm saying? They both from Texas, so you know why not? They in the same camp. You know, they always credit each other for iron sharpening iron. You know, I guess it's just a lookout. And yeah, I mean, imagine if his trainer has two undisputed champions. That's, hey, man, that's that's trainer of the year to me. I don't know, you know. I think welcome, like, it's oh, just I a know. matter of, I don't think Earl Spence ego trips as much um, as – other fighters. And so I think he understands that fighting Ugas on the undercard with Charlo is actually a way they can help sell more pay-per-views. Because if you have Earl Spence versus Ugas, right, on its face, that fight alone as a pay-per-view fight probably isn't going to do good numbers. Likewise, if you put uh, Jamel Charlo versus uh, Castano, uh, as a, as a pay-per-view fight within itself, that fight's not going to do good pay-per-view numbers. But when you add both of those fights to one card, it now becomes, becomes something that's worth paying for because you have two unification bouts, one that's going to be an undisputed bout. You have two fighters that people are interested in. So I think it makes good business sense. And I feel like more fringe pay-per-view stars should get together and do this because then you could actually make a pay-per-view fight. Although um, Jamel Charlo may not be a huge pay-per-view attraction on his own, and Earl Spence Jr. has fought on pay-per-view, but he hasn't really uh, pulled past like those, like half a million, exceeded half a million uh, pay-per-view buy marks. You put these two on a card together, and now you may be looking at something special. So um, I like the card. I think uh, PBC's trending in the right direction. It's just another step closer to boxer mania, which hopefully we'll see in the near future. Yeah, so next up now, everybody, Connor Ben. We finally talking about him. <laughs> Connor Ben. What a performance by Connor Ben. Let me, oh yeah, so I don't have that. All right, so let's just uh, go with Trill Dollar Bill. What's your thoughts on Connor Ben's performance? Um. Amazing. That he did good. I thought the stoppage was a little little too fast for my liking. Um, you know, Samuel Vargas has been in there. Look, they done let him get beat on by the likes of Earl and everybody else. You know what I'm saying? At least like kinda, you know, get some work in, you know. But um look, chip off the old block. Um shout out to his pops. Trill, Trill, we kind of lost you there. No, we're losing you, Ned. No, I heard, Trill. <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe it's me. It's me. It's you. Well, relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chip off the old block like his old man. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, uh, so far, you know, um, I like. Matter of fact, you know what? I I got a soft spot for for the the, the uh, Connor. You know why? Because I like his daddy. His daddy got get back for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when uh, Barkley knocked out uh, my man Thomas, he beat Thomas to hit me and Hearns. You know what I'm saying? It was Nigel Ben that got that get back for me and stopped him. And shout out to Nigel Ben. He also uh, ended McCullum's career, right? He said, I think he ended McCullum's career too. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, stopped his career for real, put him in a wheelchair and all that. So um, Nigel Ben, warrior, his son, chip off the old block. Warrior, exciting fighter like his dad so far. Um, hey, I want to see what's next. I know you're going to pose the question next, so I'm not going to go past that. But I thought he he looked he looked impressive. I wish he could have went on a little bit more, but hey. All right, all right, Conspirator G. Man, I told y'all, man, we eating Colombian steak, so you know, like salute, <laughs> yo, salute to Carter Bed, man. That was easy. I was actually surprised how easy he made it look, you know. But I'll say this, man, I really like this kid. I like his energy. I like his charisma. You know, I think if he just stays, like, in that right path, like, the dude has the gift of gab, so he's going to be able to sell seats, especially when COVID's over and they open up arenas. I think he's going to do good, man. He has a bright future in the welterweight division. You know, a lot of people are sharing my uh, my sentiments. I would love to see him versus uh, Boots. You know, um, salute to Eddie, too, because, like, you know, it's good to see a promoter show so much love after uh, their fighter wins, you know, and it, it makes you believe in that fighter even more. You know, um, like, Eddie kind of shared, like, hey, you know, him being a promoter under his father's shadow and, Connor being, you know, a fighter under his father's shadow, you know what I mean, and surpassing, you know, the the old guard, you know what I mean, becoming your own man. I thought that was dope, man, and I just really want to see this dude. Now, me personally, I don't think he should fight Amir Khan. Not saying that Amir Khan will win, but I feel like Amir Khan will get murdered. <laughs> I'd rather see Amir Khan retire with Kel Brook and not retire on his back going up against Connor, man. So, salute to Connor. This dude, is he's a problem, man, and so I would love to see him, you know, come to the U.S. and get it on with Boots. True. Why don't you tell me who you would like to see Connor in with since G already threw in. Yeah, I thought we were going to wait for that, G. It's not a topic, but go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, um, look, I'm not mad at the current fight. I'm not mad at the current fight at all. Um, I think the kid do need to up um, his competition. Um, I think later on, uh, a fight with Boots in him can maybe they can spark an interest and maybe they can get some good money for that fight. Both kids are undefeated. Both kids is spectacular. I think um, I like the American fight. It's a good, it's a good money fight for him. A good um, fan fair fight for him. It gets him more fans, gives him more eyes. And it's like passing the torch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, American can pass the torch on to this kid. And it's still, Hey, people still want to see American in um <laughs> And um, and uh, what's his name? And Cal and Brooke, you know what I'm saying? So, um, why not? I think that that would be a, a good fight for the kid. Um, and get him more fans, more attention, and build him up more. Um, 
and and him in boots later on in the future. Why not? The real TBE. Listen, that knockout was crazy. <laughs> First round, vicious. Like I, I, like you know, like when you, you a fight starts, you see everybody just testing the waters. He went for the kill right away, and I love that. That's amazing. That's you know when they you know when people say blood sport and you're a fan of blood sport. I'm like sometimes it's just. That that term term is just too much for me, but that that fight that that's I love that right there. Sometimes in boxing, when the, you just you smell the blood and you just go for it and take it out the water. So, shout out to Ben Connor for his W. Shout out for that shark instinct. I hope he can maintain that as he takes on better competition. But it was pretty awesome for me. Yeah. All right, who would you like to see him fight next, Ned? Man, if you want to fight a man, Khan, let him fight a man, Khan. And <laughs> if Khan want to go out like that, let Khan. <laughs> like, 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 that's it. Like, <laughs> a young fighter, man, Khan on your resume at at twenty four, twenty five, perfect. Like, you know, then he's gonna call out the next big name. Let's do it. You know, and shout out to Eddie, yo. Eddie has a stable right there. He has a stable of stable of horses, yo. He got. He got everybody, man. Like boxing should fear Eddie. Yo, they should be at Eddie's feet. But shout out to Eddie, man. You know how to keep them keep them happy over there at the zone or match room, whatever he got, whatever he's under. All right. Um, yeah. So for me, when I watched Connor Ben, what I liked was I saw a lot of improvement from uh his last fight. The way he set his shots up, the way he went on the attack, he looked explosive. He looked quick. Um, I was very impressed with uh, the fight. He stopped uh, Samuel Vargas. I'm not going to argue with the stoppage because after he landed that uppercut, um, Samuel Vargas was in a very vulnerable position, and Conor Ben was coming on, and it and it could have been potentially fatal if they would have let Conor Ben continue. So I do think the stoppage was okay. Now I'm not saying like it's the greatest stoppage ever. Um, if I'm not mistaken, was it Arthur McCanty that was the ref? McCanty, uh, you know, he he makes uh, questionable decisions sometimes in, in my mind, but uh, that one wasn't the worst. Now, when you talk about Conor Ben and who he should fight next, all you have to do is go back to last week. When I said it, Conor Ben must have been watching. I said they got Kell Brook rated as the number one welterweight in the UK, so I would love to see him fight Kell Brook or Mayor Khan. These are the two best Walter weights, according to, you know, so why not let him prove he's the best Walter weight in the UK? Let him beat Amir Khan or let him be Special K. Hell, people get credit for being Special K to this day. So if Conor Ben beat Special K, you should give him that same damn credit, right? Now, all of a sudden, Kell Brook's no good. Kell Brook was shot before a certain fight. Then he became good when he was going to have a certain fight. He became better than he was in his prime when he was going to have a certain fight. He got washed in that fight, and now all of a sudden he shot again when we're talking about Conor Ben fighting him. The truth is, Kell Brook should be fighting someone like Conor Ben to prove he's still relevant, and Conor Ben should be fighting someone like Kell Brook to prove he's next level. Perfect fight. Give him Kell Brook. Give him a man Khan. Same thing. That's what I want to see next from Conor Ben. Oh, and lastly, lastly, one thing. Anyone, anyone 
demanding a Conor Ben versus Jerron Boost in his fight is out of their mind. That fight is not competitive. That fight is a wash. Jerron Boost Ennis will murder that dude. Like, stop it. Stop it. Look at what Jerron Boost Ennis did was to Sergey Lipinets, one of the top 10 walkerweights in the division. Okay? One of the top 10 walkerweights in the division. Samuel Vargas is a guy who you hire to get beat. So let's not act like they're, same, they're on the same level. What Jerron Boost Ennis did was levels ahead of what Conor Ben did. Still impressed with Conor Ben. He has a little bit more to prove. True, you were supposed to say something? Sorry, bro. I just... No, no, no. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, my oh. brother. Make him the man at his hometown first. You know what I'm saying? Make, <laughs> him, a big, make him a big star home first. I mean, but he, he's calling out. He's talking about he wants to go fight the big dogs in the States. So. I know everybody does that. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> he should, he should want to fight the big dogs in the he States. But, but that doesn't mean that he's ready for it. You understand? Yeah, I should want to do that. But as but as um, a matchmaker, you shouldn't just say, oh, yeah, what we're going to do is throw you in with Jerron Boost. And it's now. No, you don't do that. You can't, you can't actually tell me that Samuel Vargas – is going to let you know that Conor Ben's ready for Jerron Boots Ennis, that he's ready for Sean Porter's of the world. Like, come on now. If he beats, if he beats Kel Brook, if he beats Amir Khan, then he proves it because he's going to have to overcome some things. He's going to have to show some things. Then you say, okay, this guy's ready to move up. I would say this: he should he should face Kel Brook over Amir Khan. Me personally, I think Kel Brook and um, Conor will be more competitive than a Conor. And uh, con, you know what I mean? But hey, but next up, we well, got let me close with this. I just don't understand why people would give Connor Ben slack if he fights Amir Khan or if he fights Kell Brook when they let other people get away with fighting both those guys. That's all I'm gonna say. I give you that. I give you that. Now, next up is uh, it's uh, Cadence's second least favorite heavyweight. Uh, where's rachel rachel get over here Yo, where you at is rachel still in this chat let's see let's see get over here all right so fa ajapa uh won his fight last night <laughs> and what we're asking is was it knockout of the year or at least knockout of the year candidate if you didn't see it we'll try to get you a little peek we'll try to get you a little peeky peek all right here it is right here That's it right there. That's that's about all we can show you right there. All right, so I'm gonna start this one off with oh Ra Rachel. <laughs> She's here. Okay, Nigel, ready. Ned the TBE. Let me let me let me, let me switch it up. Ned, were you impressed with FA Joppa's performance last night? Yo, Ned, I can't hear you, bro. What's new? My bad. It was a knockout. It was an impressive knockout, but you know that's the thing. FA has a lot of power, but he has no skill. Like, like, like you know, you can do that against a guy like Brian Howard, who is forty years old, who's over the hill, who's looking to find his retirement home, and you can feel good about yourself, you know, for beating on the elderly. You know, you know, you don't want, but I don't like. We, I see. I'm not. I'm still not impressed with FA. Like, you know, there's still a lot of fighters out there on. 
that he has to go go up against. And I feel he cannot handle them. And honestly, we should do after this fight, we should have done F8 versus the top 10. Cause this is this <laughs> he can't handle the top 10. I'm sorry, he can't no. handle it. <laughs> he, he cannot. He can't. So that's like congratulations on your victory, Afe. I would you know you just need to get be back, go back into the tool shed, sharpie, yeah, 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 shares and everything, and maybe maybe you'll learn something. But congr- congrats, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not no more backhand compliments for me. <laughs> me, go ahead. All right. So as y'all know, stretch is Nigerian. I have to tell people during the gym, like we was at the gym and we're like, yo, FA's about to fight this and the third. You know, Katie and I were kind of clowning FA, you know, all all fun, all love. Stretch wasn't having it. He's like, Don't you disrespect my Nigerian brother. I'm looking at him like, Are you serious, bro? Like, FA, bro? Like, I'm gonna say you big enough, AJ, but FA, like, bro, you have to see the flaws in FA. Because to me, I'm like, he can see all the flaws in Wilder. So I know you see the flaws in FA. Homeboy was like, yo, yo, he's gonna tear him up. We eating soul food. He was talking mad spicy. I was like, all right, cool. We watching the fight, right? And I'm like, yo, FA really getting tagged up by your mans? And I'm like, looking at, like, he's to my right. So I'm looking at him like, hmm, you know what I mean? And he's just silent, right? Stretch is just like, and the next thing you know, my man pulled off the Brazil miracle punch. <laughs> you know, he twisted homeboy like a pretzel. Yo, this, dude, let's go. This is the stretch. <laughs> Yo, I'm calling Katie right now. Let's go. I'm like, fam, it's not that serious, bro. I'm like, so then I started joking. I was like, I was like, yeah, yo, that knockout was crazy, son. Yo, that was crazy. Yo, F.A. Wilder Ajakba. He's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, that's not a compliment, bro. You know what I mean? I'm joking with you. <laughs> he was all in his feelings. So I was just like, fam, man, God bless you, bro. God bless you, man. I, I give him that credit. If they Nigerian, he go ultra hard for no reason. So, but, I, hey, man, listen. F.A., you know what's funny? Before the fight. When they're asking him about uh, uh, Big Baby Anderson, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I learned so much. He's he's real good fighter. He throws combinations. I can't throw combinations. I was like, you can't throw combinations. I was like, what? F-A, you can't throw combinations, bro? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I was like, you fool for the big boys, then. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, man, salute to F.A. For, for an impressive knockout. But is it really impressive when you're, you're playing with your food? You know what I mean? So... It's whatever, man. Like, you be the OG. Congratulations. But when it comes to the top 10, man, you got some problems facing your way. So that's it. All right, Dollar Bill, man. Make sense of this. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> I don't listen. I'm like, honestly, I would be, I don't, I can't even celebrate FA. <laughs> you know I can't, I can't even do it. And I was, I was, I was, Shout out to my man Stretch. I I was disappointed. Hold on, time off for a second. Uh, the, the people are saying that the stream is down. You sure? Yeah, I'm looking at the comments right now. Yeah, they are saying the stream is down. Hold on, hold on. Let me go. Say it ain't so, Joe. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, it's on my end too. I don't know. 
it's still going on this end. You know what I mean? Uh, lost the stream. Uh, it's not loaded in right now. Oh, what's going on? Hold on, fellas. Yeah, as he keeps saying, the stream's down. Can y'all see it? No, it's, it's still going on on, on my end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm trying to look at it from my phone. I can't see it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't see it from my phone. I don't know what's going on. Uh, started over. Ended and started again. I a new video. Hold on. Let me see if uh hey, yo, G reconnected now. Yo G, yo. Why you got G got that boost mode with Wi-Fi right now, yo? Come on, G. Kaden sees what I can see on the back end. It literally still saying. We're still live, and we're. Yeah. <laughs> G got that AOL disc right now, yo. Oh, listen, man. Listen. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Yo, can y'all hear us? Can we back, hear us? we back on. We back on. Can they hear us? We live. Yeah, we live, man. Y'all, y'all. Back. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves, man. Yo, everybody, blame G. Blame G's dial up for this. Hey, man, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? All right, we back, we back, everyone. We apologize for the technical difficulties at the expense of G. Oh, Bill, you were saying, my brother, I apologize. I, had, I saw it, everyone said we was down, so I just, I just didn't want you talking to yourself. It was the F. Oh, my brother. Um, what, was I saying? what was I saying about F.A.? I, I know it wasn't positive. <laughs> um, now, um, I, I remember um, the, the, the chat, right, and I didn't want to say that, but I was like, my man stretch, no, my man stretch is not going crazy for F.A. right now. You know what I'm saying? Anybody, what's the gentleman's name, the 40-year-old brother? What's his name? Brian Howard, I believe. Yeah, with the MVP on the front of his trunks. Yeah. yeah. He is the real MVP. You just buried your mother four days before this, and you step in the fight. Yeah, and um, listen, he wasn't all there. This is there's no reason for anybody to be jumping around. If anything, we should be saluting this gentleman. You know what I'm saying? He's the real MVP. You still lived up to your commitment to fight F.A. Um, you could have backed out, said anything else, man, and you still went in there and got knocked out. I know you were still dealing with a lot, you know what I'm saying? Just think about it. You got a uh, very uh, the person that brought you into this world, you know what I'm saying, four days before. So I know uh, what I'm going to say is this. We'll see F.A. in there with somebody else. Uh, hopefully, it's uh, somebody uh, that's coming to win. I don't know. Yo, uh, <laughs> savage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this dude, Nate, you different, Nate. <laughs> All right, so uh, getting back to F.A., let me just put it to you like this. Yo. All you people rocking with F.A., just stop it. Just stop it. Yo, F.A. so bad, Rodney Shields dropped him. And then Rodney Shields said, yeah, I'm no longer working with F.A., and it was my choice. <laughs> like, yo, this dude, F.A., admits he can't throw combinations. 
He's in there with a 40-year-old guy who was stopped three times prior to his fight. Okay? The guy he was in the ring with was stopped in his fight before the fight with F.A. Ajapa by Frank Sanchez. Frank Sanchez stopped this guy. And then not only is he in the ring four days after burying his mom, he's he's 40 years old, he's been stopped three times prior to the fight with F.A. Ajapa, He's actually tagging F.A. Ajapa up. And this is my issue. Did you not hear about his fight? What, what was it? John Rice? Um, the, the fight. Look up that fight. He fought John Rice. I'm telling you, everyone, I swear to you, he fought this guy, John Rice. They said this guy, John Rice, was like 300 pounds. He lost 20 pounds before their fight. This guy went the distance with F.A. Ajapa. And at one point, at the end of the round, like the, it was like the two rounds before the fight was over. He looks at F.A. and shakes his head like, yeah. he's like, yo, bro, you're garbage. And he's garbage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Everyone acting like F.A. is so great. What did he do? He knocked out a 40-year-old punching bag. He knocked out a 40-year-old punching bag. Who was in the ring after burying his mom? Like, come on, this is this is just stop it, just stop it. If they really believed in F.A. Joppa, if they really think F.A. Joppa's that nice, put him in the ring with Big ba- the real Big Baby, and then we're gonna see how much of a. F- Yo, I'm telling you right now, Jared Big Baby Anderson will knock F.A. Joppa out in the first round, and everyone knows it. They know it. Stop it with this F.A. guy. F.A. F.A. knows it. Exactly. That's why they keep feeding him bottom feeders. That's why they keep feeding them stepping stones. You know what? One more point, bro. One more point, bro. You got it. They realized because they were were feeding F.A. Ajapa resume boosters, and then they realized they were fast-tracking them. They realized he wasn't good enough for the resume boosters, so they started. now they're putting them back in with guys on the way out. Stop it with this F.A. Joppa madness, man. I don't want to hear it. As soon as he fights anybody with a pulse, as soon as he fights anybody that can move, he's going to get knocked out. Go ahead, bro. No, I was just I was just uh, co-signing what you were saying. I was going to do my Dr. Dre. Hell yeah. You know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Gerald Washington would stop him. I've never been so confident. Gerald Washington fought um, Charles Martin. He fought Deontay Wilder. He fought better opposition than than F.A. Joppa's ever dreamed of. F.A. Joppa got dropped by a by a resume boost on wobbly legs. You don't remember that? F.A. Drop F.A. Joppa dropped the guy who 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 has a day job. The guy got up on wobbly legs and dropped F.A. Joppa. You don't remember that? And you think he's good enough to beat Gerald Washington? Gerald Washington will knock that guy out. I'm telling you right now. You you like. Man, listen, Deontay Wilder. Fight, fight, Wilder. Please, Wilder. Shout out to FA. I can say one positive thing about FA. He had rap a lot records on his shorts. <laughs> shout out to Jay Prince. Shout <laughs> out to <Rap-a-Lot> Rap Records. <laughs> That's the positive. <laughs> you know what? Was it knockout of the year? Let's just go around. What was is it knockout of the year candidate to you? Candidate, yes. 
Is it going to be knockout of you? No. You know what I mean? So. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's the level of uh, opposition makes it takes away from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, hey, if you like to eat pretzels, it was cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, F.A. Joppa only had 15 fights. Anthony Joshua in his 15th fight, I believe he fought Charles Martin, right? And became world champion, if I'm not mistaken. So, this is what we're talking about, levels. So, yeah, in, in, in Joppa's 15th fight, he needs to be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to be honest. I actually agree uh, with Rachel on this one, man. Gerald Washington. He has the skills, but he lacks the chin. Like, remember when he fought Wilder? Man, he lacks the chin. That's what I keep trying to tell you. You act like Fa got a chin, bro. Yo, um, how would hurt Fa in that fight? I don't know if you if you saw that. He hurt. He hurt Fa in that fight. Look, I'm telling you right now. I can't wait. I can't wait. All y'all remember this. Remember this. Remember this. That's what I'm saying. I'm coming back for all of you, Rachel. Stretch and stretch. Don't you ever come at me with this stretch. Is it worth it? Because you know what's going to happen on Saturday. Is it worth it, stretch? Is it worth it over this? Come on, man. Watch go. Watch go. (laughs) (laughs) We can move on. Cross the F.A., though. You did what you were supposed to do. You ate your food. Congratulations. That was very impressive. You ate your food. Congratulations. Yeah, let's get get to, to another heavyweight. This is going to be interesting. Is Gerald Anderson the next great American heavyweight? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. We got to pull up what we got for my mans. <laughs> we should bring Stretch on next time we talk about uh, F.A. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, Jared Anderson right here. He's, he's, he's fighting some food, too. Gave body work. It's over. So, I'll turn this over to Trill Dollar Bill. Is Jared Anderson the next uh, great American heavyweight? Um, It's too soon, but he shows promise. You know what I'm saying? The kid is, is a difference. You know what I'm saying? When people talk, I see people compare F.A. and stuff. Like it's a difference when you see a kid in there doing things and learning. And he's getting better every fight. You know, he's not uh, going backwards. He's only going forward. I see more promise in this young man than I do in F.A. Um. I say right now, if you was gonna put him against the in, in the ring with each other right now, I'm going big baby. You know, um, he just got more tools already. But I think that um, you know, time, give him time. He's still young. He's still young. Um, people, the how look boxing is in the heavyweight division now has became very exciting. You know what I'm saying? So we still got to remember, like, we have a future. You know what I'm saying? We have a future. So, you know, we're still building them up. And, you know, hey, listen, it's promising. All right, Slippery G. All right. Oh, hold on. Hold up. You know what, G? You wait. You're going last, G. Because G has doomed us for many years. We had Seth Mitchell, and he hopped on a bandwagon, and he was done. 
He hopped on a bandwagon of Birdman. He hopped on a bandwagon of Andy Ruiz. He has ruined more American heavyweights. He has ruined more American heavyweights than Don King. So we gonna let uh, G go last. Uh, Ned the TBE is Jerry Anderson the next great American heavyweight. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh. Man, the kid's special. I'm not gonna lie, but that knockout. Mm, yes, uh, I want to say this first. Yesterday in the gym, we were working out, and I took a knee. I know why he took a knee. I know what he felt. I know, it's understand, I understand. Would you like to share why you know? Why would no. you even bring that up? No. <laughs> that moment right there, I knew why he took a knee. You, I know what you felt, but that's it. And I'm leaving it at that. <laughs> Won't elaborate on it. But Jared, big baby Anderson, you are special. Don't let G talk about it. Make G make G hate you. That's all I ask. Because if G roots for you, <laughs> it's done. Kaput. Fanito, <laughs> and that's it. But the kid is special. Kid got talent. I want to see what's next for him. He's young. Great, yo. It's like an American AJ. That's all I got to say. All right. So what I'm going to say is when I first saw him, I wasn't really that impressed with him. But I see him improving. And that's what I like to see in a young fighter. He's 21 years old. Um, he even knew. Uh, after he after he won last night, he said he knew at the way in the guy was going to look for a place to fall down. So he knew that it wasn't really impressive that he won the fight last night. But I think in terms of prospects that we have coming up, he's definitely probably the most talented one that we've seen so far. Um, so hopefully he can develop and become the next great American heavyweight. But, you know, by default, I mean, there's really no one to rival him at this particular point in time. So is he the next great American heavyweight? I'm not ready to stamp him, but I like what I saw from the kid. I like what I keep seeing from him. So hopefully he can be. All right, now it's time for G. Is he going to ruin America? Yo, listen, like, let's find out. <clears throat> All right. I'll admit, with Seth Mitchell, the first time he got on television knocked, a tuna can out, I was sold, right? <laughs> I was so hey, man, I was like, yo, we need a heavyweight champ. You know what I mean? I'm tired of Klitschko. I don't care. This is my champ. Let's get it. So now I've learned to humble myself. You know, these past couple of uh, uh, months, you know, has been difficult for an American heavyweight supporter. So I'm going to say I like his progression. I'm not going to officially co-sign the kid yet, you know? I'm I'm I'm, I'm giving him a to go. But I'll say this though. He has all the skills thus far. He has combinations, he has good head movement, he has good endurance. I haven't seen him fatigue yet in a fight. So and not to mention he has heavy hands. But I'll say this. I think his next fight actually should be Daniel Dubois. Because I think that'll be a good test for him. You know, like to see if he could take a guy that has power back, you know, because let's just keep it real, man. Homeboy that he fought yesterday, I don't think he ever did a crunch in his life. Like the first the first shot to the stomach, homeboy was hurting. Second one, he quit. So it's just like, man, you know what time it is. So I, I agree with uh, Big Baby that, you know, he knew that dude was food. They shipped him in just to get dropped. So, you know, um, but <clears> – <throat> With, the, with that aside, I still think the kid has talent. Even, and I know 
hey, F.A., like, who's F.A.? But the fact that F.A. sounded like, you know, Big Baby is better than him tells me Big Baby got the skills to pay the bills, man. So I, I think he could be potentially the face of American heavyweight uh, boxing. All right, let's move on to the next one. All right. Next up, we got Joe Smith versus uh, Maxim Vlasiv. Vlasiv. Vlasiv, yes. And I knew the name because I kept saying it during the fight and I messed it up. Pardon me. All right. Uh, Ned, did you watch this fight? No, nah, I actually didn't get to catch this fight. For me, <laughs> it was right. as quick and simple. Dollar bill. <laughs> um, I scored it a draw. Um, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Um, that Joe Smith got it. I was actually rooting for him. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm trying to say, look, I, I like the fight. Both guys gave it their all. Um, this a big old slug fest. Um. You know, it got a little sloppy and wild in there. Uh, but, hey, I would love to see these guys do it again. You know, the guy was off. The other guy was off, what they said, for like 18 months or something. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he, fought, he fought good, you know. Um, both guys had to dig deep, you know. I was sitting there. I was pulling for Joe Smith, you know what I'm saying? Then when that knockdown happened, the whole behind-the-head thing, I was like, oh! Damn, man. You know, but um, it was exciting. I thought it was exciting. The back and forth looked like a ballroom fight in there. Both guys, <laughs> both guys was in there. They was exhausted. Um, it was a fun. It was fun. I, I thought it was fun. It was fun. Um, I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm not. I don't call it a robbery. I see somebody says a robbery in there. I don't see see it as a robbery. But I, I thought I had to score the draw. You know, and I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Yeah, just quickly, I don't know how 7-5 can be a robbery. Even when I look at what people are saying, I see like 7-5 Lassive, 7-5 Smith. That tells me it was a close fight. So how can a close fight be a robbery, you know? Um, conspiracy. I was going to say that. But I actually, like Trill, I had, I had actually a draw. Um, but I'll say this. Joe Smith, when he was connecting, he was uh, he was hurting homeboy. Yeah. <laughs> Homeboy caught a lot of the early rounds. Like, well, I was like, damn, this seemed like a one-sided fight. But then as as uh uh what's the, how you say his name? Slaval Vlasiv, mm-hmm. I believe. Vlasiv. As Vlasiv, as the rounds continued, he started to fatigue more. And Joe Smith started like picking up, landing hooks, landing some rights, you know, like so it was it was a good matchup. But me personally, I feel like they should just run that back, man. It was a good fight. Um, but this is where now my conspiracy bag is oh, like this. Y'all got to walk with me. When uh, the back of the head thing was happening, right, I didn't even agree with what the ref did, right? Yeah. The dude will purposely hug up on him and turn like this. And I'm like, bro, I hate when fighters do that. But I understand, you know, they're waiting to for the referee to break him up, you know, and then Joe Smith did it, but what I noticed was his promoter was wilding, acting a fool in the corner. But yeah. what I didn't see, or maybe I did notice, when the round was up, 
his promoter literally went behind the judges and was watching the judges while they were scoring it. And to me, I just feel like that should never happen because human beings could be easily swayed, right? So if a promoter standing behind you, like staring at your scorecard, especially if I've heard uh, promoters will invite judges to dinner and everything like that, they'll wine and dine them and everything. If a person standing like you know on your shoulder looking at you while you're doing it, you might be like, all right, one right. night, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, you know, because it kind of feels like there should be rules where promoters can't be nowhere near judges to, to prevent stuff like that from happening. So I'm not gonna necessarily it was a robbery, but seeing that on the screen, yeah, it didn't sit well with me. So um, but again, I think those two gentlemen should run it back. It was a great fight. It was a slugfest, you know. Um, uh, Vlasov, Vlasiv, he had great movement, like foot. Yo, because when you said Vlasiv, Ned was just laughing. That's just Ned. Vlasiv, Vlasiv. So, um, Vlasiv. Yo, he kind of like he had great footwork while Joe Smith was just more like rugged style. Like he reminded me of uh, what's homeboy from Philly? Um Puerto Rican kid. Um Rosario. Rosario. He reminded me of Rosario, where it's like, you know what? Hey, he's just gonna dig deep and you know he's gonna bring the pressure. You know, but I feel like that was a great fight, man. They need to run it back. Man, there was a lot of good fights, man, last night, man. That was one of them. Oh, yeah, just to, to mention that that part where he was behind the desk. I just think that that ended up happening that when they were yelling, they went crazy because the guy was supposed to go to the neutral corner. Yeah, I know his trainer was giving him advice. Yeah, that was yeah, the ref sent him to his corner with yeah, the trainer wild. talking to him, everything. That's why their people they were going crazy. But Joe Smith still won that round anyway. I think Joe Smith he had a like what you would say every day. You said the guy seemed like a better boxer. Mm-hmm. He was a better boxer. He was. I, I thought that Joe Smith was going to get stopped at one point in that fight. Oh, yeah, facts, yeah. Yeah, um, it was a it was a good fight. Um, sloppy at times. What I noticed immediately was Vlasiv like kept his hands down. So although he started the fight off well, I started looking like if he slows down a little bit, you know, it's going to get interesting because the way he positions his hands and the way he throws punches. Now, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So like um, for me though. I didn't score the fight because, to be honest, I thought Joe Smith was going to just knock him out. Like, that's what I thought. Um, you know, Joe Smith, he, he he hits people, he knocks them out. Now, you know, of course, B-Hop slipped in their fight. You know, <laughs> B-Hop slipped out of the ring, you know what I mean? And Joe was swinging at the time that B-Hop slipped out of the ring. Nah, but um, the fight was entertaining. It was a good fight. I didn't score it. But I do feel like as someone who didn't score it, you get the impression that Vlasiv won the fight um, because the way uh, Joe Smith looked at times, his body language, um, just it would appear. See, so for me, I got to use the uh, Ned scoring method, the eye test, right? I watch the fight, and at the end of the fight, I say, I think he won, right? So I didn't score the fight, but at the end of the fight, it felt like Vlasov won, you know? So um, to me, it was close. Um, when they said that Joe Smith was the winner, I wasn't 
upset, I know that everyone was close. And although I wasn't scoring a fight, I saw everyone else score a card and everyone else scoring a fight. So to me, um, I'm I'm okay with the decision. Um, if they did it again, you know, I, I don't know if it's the type of fight that merits a rematch, but if they do it again, I'll watch it again. Um, at the end of the day, um, it was a good fight. It was a competitive fight. There was no robbery. If that fight went either way, all you could do was salute. Both men were warriors. They gave it an honest effort. That's why we love the sport of boxing. Respect to both gentlemen. Right. Yeah, just for the record, we have no agenda here on this channel. We're just keeping our, our opinions. We're just saying it without, you know. Uh, you want to give you that soundbite? I'm going to give you our soundbite. Go ahead, True. <laughs> Welcome to Boxing Bros. We give you our unbiased opinion on the greatest sport ever, boxing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next up. Boots versus Lippinets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, hold on. Let me uh, pull up. Jerome Boots Ennis versus Sergey Lippinets. All right, here goes a little something, something right here. And bang, that's it. All right. So, I'm going to start this one off with Kaspira uh, G. What were, your, what were your thoughts on that fight? Well, first, I thought the referee called it too soon. I felt like Lipinitz would have got up if he counted. You know, like, the ref went like this, and then the ref was like, yo, just stay down. Like, literally told him, relax and stay down. I was like, what? Like, come on, man. But Boots, man, is a problem. Like, but I'm going to say this. Lipinitz was at a major disadvantage. He was smaller shorter reach, um, and he just lacked the movement that it takes to go up against a guy that's 5'10". You know, um, Boots was hitting him with everything, man. It was like, whoa. It was it was so one-sided, man. Like, and this is a problem, bro. Like, good job, you know, like, but I just felt like I can't. It's kind of like um, it, I'm not going to compare him to F.A.'s performance, but it was so one-sided that I can't really be like, yo, that was the greatest performance because Lipinets, I'm beyond Lipinets came in to lose, man. Like, and the fact that he stayed down like that, he wasn't even mad at the ref. Like, when the ref was like, yo, just chill, yo, just go to sleep. You know what I mean? He was just looking at the ref like, all right, cool. I'm like, bruh, you didn't come to win. You know what I mean? He literally came to to, to leave on his back. So salute to, to Boots on his performance. Lipinets, man, shame on you, man. You should at least try it a little harder, but it is what it is. All right. Uh, cause, I mean, throw that bill. Boots. I need to see more. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to jump out the window. Like I just, I, I still, I still say it. Like I still need to see more. I think he's impressive. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Um, he's the big guy. I haven't seen him in somewhere where he wasn't the big guy or the favorite to win the fight. He was in there with Sergey Lipinets, who was the shorter guy with the. Uh, he had the like an eight reach event. Eight each eight. Inch reach advantage on the guy. It wasn't like this guy was coming up from 140, a smaller guy. He did what he was supposed to do. Um, 
I would like to see him in there. Just, just um, in there with some other guys. Like we mentioned, uh, like I, it was a good fight that I never thought of before. Is when uh, uh, Kaden mentioned uh, Keith Thurman. I was thinking more of like a, 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 a what's his name, Cito um, Lopez. But even a Keith Thurman would be a great fight for him. Put him in there with somebody that's gonna that's that's gonna be um, that has that that equal amount of gifts as this young man. You know what I mean? And I believe they're the same height as well, too. So, mm-hmm. all right, uh, Ned the TV. Uh, Gerard, crap on his 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 knockout. I thought it was oppressive. I think he's oppressive. Everything he has shown has been oppressive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, Gerard Ennis, shout out to you. Shout out to Boost, man. He did his thing last night. He... Hold on, hold on, Ned. Did you watch the fight? Yeah, I caught it. I caught it. I oh, caught my. it. I was able to catch it. Man. So, Gerard Ennis. Yeah. <laughs> Proceed, bro. Listen. Shout out to Trish for buying me time. But listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen. The kid reminds me of a young his style reminds me like Shaw Porter. Not that he goes in with his head, but he's a very ferocious. He, he's 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 a he, he go he's very aggressive in his offense, uh, offense. But to say that, the kid is special. He's young. He got a lot to learn. He got 12, 27 Ws on his belt. I feel he could be he, he could be great. He just needs certain things he needs to polish on his technique, his defense, things like that. He beat a, he beat another guy. Uh, he like We saw a, a lot of these young fighters just beat a lot of these guys that are washed. But I feel he just like the challenge. I don't, I feel he can't stand up to some of the challenges he got next. But the kid is something special though. He's only he's twenty three years old, man. That's that's it's impressive. What challenges are you talking about? Huh? Like what, what next challenge you talking about? Like so for for some saying they want him against Ortiz next and they go for the go for the champion. But I feel like the top ten like Garcia, Porter, uh, TC, Spence. Pacquiao, they're not like some of these young bucks is not ready for them. <clears throat> listen, listen. I think I'm ready to jump out the window. <laughs> I'm about to do that right now. Listen, watching Boots last night reminded me of Roy Jones Jr. Now I'm not gonna be blasphemous and say like he's Roy, but his <laughs> athleticism is next level. His speed is next level. Um, I saw enough. Sergey Lipinets is a top 10 welterweight. So, I mean, I understand his height. I understand the reach issue. I understand all that. But he had no answer. He had no answer against Jerron Boost Ennis. Jerron Boost Ennis took a top 10 welterweight and made him look average. He made him look worse than average. He made this guy look like he never fought a day in his life. And this is Sergey Lipinets, and we've seen him be competitive with good fighters like Lamont Peterson and with Mikey Garcia. And Jerron Boost Ennis made this guy look terrible. He made him look like it was bad. I felt like I was watching a slaughter. It's like one of those fights. It's just like that's the type of fight when Sergey Lipinets went to the locker room, he reconsidered his career. He reconsidered boxing. He said, if I got to face anything like that again, I'm done. So when you talk about how he was laying down there, G, and the referee just stopped the fight, 
Come on, man. He's no fool. When he was laying down there, he knew exactly what it was. He said, I can stay down here where it's nice and comfortable. I can get up and get right back down here again. Like, come on now. He knew what his options were. You know, was that, was Arthur McKinney the referee in that fight? Arthur just, uh, whoever was the referee in that fight, looked, went over, looked over at Lippiness. Lippiness was like this. He's like, yo, just stay there. Like <laughs> he might have said, mommy. You know what I'm saying? He was just whooped whoop him back to the third grade. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. Let's not, let's not act like, for me, I don't need to see any more for Boots. After watching Boots last night, yeah, he's ready for the big I'm boy. convinced that he, he'll give any one of these guys problems. He can beat any one of these guys, you know? And I'm not saying that they can't beat him. It's obvious that they can beat him. But I'll tell you what, he's a hell of a lot better than uh, some of the guys I've seen TC in there with lately. He's a hell of a lot better than the, than, uh, the guys, I, some, some of the guys I've seen Sean Porter in there with. So, you know what? Give this man his chance. You know what? I think his skill set, his talent, his athleticism is a problem for anyone. And I tell you what, he he does leave himself open sometimes, and, and he did get caught a few times. But you know what? That's that's just the that's just the game of boxing. At the end of the day, this guy is Roy Jones like to me, like next level athleticism, next level speed, and I'm jumping out the window. I'm picking boots over a lot of these guys that are in the top five, one hundred. Mm-hmm. You said the top five? I'm picking them over a lot of the guys in the top five. Yeah. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I'm convinced he beat I'm convinced he beat some of these guys in the top five. I need to see more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I think the kid is is talented. I want to see him in there with Hold on, crooked fingers up. Hold on, hold on. Up. Katie, boots versus Garcia. Who you got? Danny Garcia, I yeah. think he'll beat Danny Garcia. Danny doesn't throw too, doesn't throw enough punches. The question will be, can he take Danny's power? But I think he'll that overwhelm him with activity. Oh, that that's that's the only question. If he can take a good punch, if if I find out Boots can take a punch, I'm not jumping off the wind out the window. I'm jumping off the tower. I'm jumping off the tower, and I'll there jump you know. off, and I'll jump off with you. If he, <laughs> I want to see him against a Danny, a Thurman, one of those guys, and I'm willing to jump off with you. You know what I'm saying? Or that's to me, uh, no joke aside. I know people are gonna be like, get out of here, uh, G. But I promise you, if he can run through, pause, Thurman. <laughs> oh, he's, man, I'm just saying uh, the way he did Lippinex. If he does that to Thurman, Thurman won't even take that fight, bro. Yeah, that's another Thurman, Thurman won't even take that fight, bro. Yeah, and I don't want to hate on Al, man, but Al, yo, you gotta put your foot down. If Thurman ain't getting no big fights, man, put him, put him in there with Boots, man. Just do it for the fans, man. We need to see something, you know. But let's let's keep it moving, people. Now. Let's show some love to the ladies. Savannah Marshall says she hits too hard for Clarissa Shields. Oh, yeah. Hold up a second, bro. All right. Let me just uh, cue that up. We have a a series of joints here. So uh, bear with me. Start this one right now.
you know where we're going now, don't you? All the talk is going to be about one particular fight, Clarissa Shields mm-hmm. and yourself. In your opinion, can that fight happen from your side? We'll go to Eddie Hearn next. Do you want that fight and are you confident that you will win that fight? 100%. I punched too hard for Clarissa Shields. I do. I punched far too hard and she doesn't want to know. I said last year, she's not interested. She'd much rather so, roll about in the octagon. She'd much rather call out Katie Taylor, who's four weight classes below her. She doesn't want to know. But I'm not going to wait about forever for her. I'd like to get out again in the summer, get another title. The IBF's faking at my weight. If not, I'd like to go up, back up to super middle, get one of the titles off the, the girls up there. And then if she gets some guts, a big showdown there at the end of the year. All right. And of course, Eddie went in and did Eddie Hearn like things, bigged up uh, Savannah Marshall and said he loves Clarissa Shields, but he he backed Savannah to beat uh, Clarissa Shields. And Clarissa Shields responded uh, to this video on her YouTube channel. And so here's Clarissa Shields. Here's her YouTube channel, Clarissa Shields Quote Channel. Uh, so if you want to follow Clarissa Shields, go ahead. Um, and here's what she had to say. Happy that after the fight, you know, that she's calling me out and Eddie's saying all these adorable, uh, backstabbing, weird things. But Savannah Marshall's skill set cannot, she doesn't possess the skills to do anything with me at this time and at this moment. You know, and I'm happy she's living off that one win, but Savannah Marshall is just too slow. Okay. Whatever power that she has, she thinks she lifting weights or she taking uh I don't know, uh muscle drinks, whatever. Strength not gonna play a factor in our fight. I'm a natural one sixty-eight pounder. I'm a natural sixty-eight fighter, and I can get low as one fifty-four, one sixty. And I fight at one, and I can fight at sixty-eight. So size isn't a it isn't the matter for me. I'm like me, Eddie trying to get the money right. So just my first take. Samantha Marshall's too slow. Um, she said she's too powerful. That's not true. She's weak. And um, I look I look forward to fighting her. And this is just my first take on the fight. You know, people they kind of want to tie her name together because I'm so great and they think she's great because of what she did in the amateurs and it's like it's two different levels of great. 12-time world champ versus one-time world champ. Like in the one-time world champ is because my belt was vacant. She wouldn't be champ if I hadn't vacated that belt. It's my belt. <laughs> All right, so basically if you want to watch that entire video, you can go to Clarissa Shields' channel. But basically what Clarissa Shields is saying is she would love to fight, get the money right, and then it's on and popping. So she said, Eddie, if the money's right, you can get it done. Since we're talking about Clarissa Shields and um, we we have the, the man of her dreams here, she just doesn't know it yet, uh, TBE. <laughs> Ned, how'd you know I was talking about you? Huh? How'd you know I was talking about you? Hey man, I the, the the heart knows, yo. Pause. All right, yes. all right. well, well, when it comes to matters of the heart and Clarissa Shields, we turn it over to Ned the TVE. What's First your reaction time. to Savannah Marshall saying she hits too hard for Clarissa Shields and Clarissa Shields saying, "Listen, if the money's right, we can fight." First, Michael, watch your mouth. 
Second, <laughs> hey, you know, Eddie, you better pay my baby, yo. You stop playing. Like, this is this is no joke. Like, this is a, her livelihood. Like, she's not going to get in there for some, some pennies or some cents. She wants the millions. So get, get my girl the bag, and she's going to knock that, knock Savannah. Well, hey, watch it. Out cold. Out cold, you know? And she's way too slow for um um Clarissa. Cause it's it's not it's not a, it's not a, it's not she can't hold a candle a lighter to her candle so that's all I'm saying. All right, Ned, thank you. Trill, yeah. this Olive Bill, what's good? <laughs> oh man, um, Savannah Marshall, right? She not girl out with ease, like, like. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to say the right thing. I'm trying to say the right thing. But when she punched homegirl, the way she punched homegirl, girls, her face said it all. <laughs> her face said it all. Her face, she had the sour face. Like, like, like she just had like uh some lemons or something. That was bad. Like um I see people saying she's hits harder than all the women. She hit harder than most men, too. Um, Savannah Marshall is no joke. She wasn't even breathing hard in there. She was just going through the motions. Um, <laughs> I haven't really, look, I haven't seen Clarissa Shields in a fight that I said that she was going to lose. Or I haven't seen in a fight that I thought that it would be challenging, that it might be, you know what I'm saying? Every fight that I seen, I, I was like, I know that Clarissa Shields is going to win. This fight, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Savannah Marshall is something different. She's different, and she can and she can punch. You know, um, Carissa Shields. See, I'm not trying to say say too many things bad about Carissa Shields. I don't want to get Ned mad. You know, Ned, my man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and then the Nedites, the Nedites come out and sl uh, slash my tires. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was thinking about when G was like. Yeah, what if Wilder slaps you? I'm like, that might be a bad thing. We don't know how many netites would be in the building. Wilder might not make it home, man. <laughs> Get out the parking lot. You know yeah, yeah, man. Um, Carissa Shields, I haven't seen her show power like like Savannah has shown. Savannah, she go in there playing around. You know what I'm saying? Listen, Savannah, I hope she don't get lumped up. I I just I just I just hope though she just talks with a certain type of calm and certain like she's sure of this she's sure of this you know what I'm saying so um I don't know man I I'm, I want this fight I think this fight needs to happen and I and Eddie's like he's willing to pay whatever for this fight you know what I'm saying he was like he he was ready to pay whatever so it looks like we might see this fight and I think it's gonna be one of those one of the big fight in women's boxing. All right, Conspiracy G. All right, so this is tough because although she pulled that knockout last night, the girl was sent in like a week, a week, you know, like a week in advance to come in and get beat up. So I, I can't necessarily uh, base it off of that one performance. But it's clear as day, Savannah Marshall does have pop. And what I will say is, you know, Miss Gypsy Queen, yo, she's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, I think what the difference between uh, Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall is this. Clarissa has the same problem that a lot of female boxers have. They're racing against the clock. So 
They're not focusing on technique. They're just swinging, hoping to land shots because they only have two minutes. Savannah actually doesn't fight like that. Savannah actually boxes in the ring as if it was a three-minute fight. So to me, that's a skill within itself. And she has great reach. You know, to be honest, and she kind of has that little herky-jerky style like Tyson Fury, but she has the power of like a Okoli. I'll, I'll say that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say necessarily Wilder because I feel like Okoli has power on both hands. Savannah has power on both hands as well. So for Clarissa to to imply like she doesn't punch hard or stuff like that, I, I think that's a lot. I think Clarissa is just trying to save face. But let's just be real. Clarissa is at a height and reach disadvantage in that fight. I'm not going to say Clarissa is going to lose. Um, right now, I'm still 50-50 on it. But when you're looking at on paper, Savannah has all the qualities. And not to mention, Savannah already beat you before in the amateur. So, you know, like, if I had, if I was a betting man, I would put my money on this uh, Savannah Marshall. But I still think Clarissa has a lot of professional experience and she has that grit in the ring. So it's going to be um, an exciting fight nonetheless. So um, I, I think, I think Clarissa's capping on this one. I think if they're going to fight, she's going to take it serious. Hence, that's why she wants the big bag. If in fact she loses her own and which is nothing wrong with that. I'm all about all fighters getting their coins. Like, so if you're going to get beat up, get paid for it at, at the very least. And salute to Eddie Hearn for actively trying to make this fight. Gee, watch your mouth, yo. You just got <laughs> a bunch of nonsense, bro. Like, I can't believe you right now. Yo, Clarissa, block this man, yo. I, I, I block this man. They get in his feelings. <laughs> his face, he got really disgusted. He was like, yo, man, yo. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know? Nah, yo. I apologize. I apologize. You can't think that bad about Clarissa. Pardon me, pardon me. (laughs) Next to the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry I dished you. (laughs) You know, when it comes to Clarissa Shields versus Amanda Marshall, I do believe that if this fight is made, it will be the biggest fight in women's boxing history. And I think it's a two, potentially three fight deal, uh, depending on how things go. I think that there's money that can be made in this uh, fight if they do it right, if they promote it right. Um, I think if this fight's made, it's the responsibility of all the boxing channels, um, all the networks involved, all the promoters involved to see to it that there are a lot of eyes on this fight. And then hopefully this fight will live up to the hype. Um, G said it. Savannah Marshall is technically sound. She fights as though she has three minutes and 12 rounds to get her work done. And you see Clarissa Shield, she's more, um, she'll, she'll, she'll attack and she'll do certain things. Um, but one fight where I was really impressed with Clarissa Shields was Christina Hammer. To me, that was a fight where she took her time, she picked her punches well, and she, she used her athleticism. If you want to say that Savannah Marshall has power, great, she does. You want to say Savannah Marshall has good technique, Great, she does. But where Clarissa Shields has an advantage over Savannah Marshall is she's faster and she's more athletic. Now, we've seen faster, more athletic fighters beat the slower, harder puncher. But the question is, does um, Clarissa Shields have the discipline? The question is, 
will Carissa Shields have the stamina? The question is, will Carissa Shields be able to keep her composure in a fight and pull off that type of win? You know, I'm reminded of a guy like Amir Khan, who I've seen Amir Khan outboxing people for like six rounds. And then he'll make one mistake, get involved in one exchange, and then we see him slumped on the floor. So Clarissa Shields would need to understand that her margin of error in a fight with Savannah Marshall Marshall is a lot lower than it is in these other fights. And she can't afford to make that mistake. Can I see Clarissa Shields outpointing Savannah Marshall? Yes. Can I see Savannah Marshall knocking out Clarissa Shields? Yes. That's why we want to see the fight. That's why it's a big fight. I see Savannah Marshall walking through everyone else. I see Clarissa Shields outpointing everyone else. That's why we want to see this fight. That's why it's a big fight. That's why the fight should be made. Um, I don't think Clarissa Shields is is going to be outclassed. Like, let's not overdo it. Um, Savannah Marshall beat Clarissa Shields, but that was in the amateurs. Clarissa Shields not the same fighter. You know, if whoever won in the amateurs meant they were going to win in the pros, Dillian White would have beat Anthony Joshua. Right. So, like, let's not get too caught up in amateur fights, but from based on what they've done in the pros, um, Savannah Marshall looks good. She's the biggest threat. She's the person we would like to see Clarissa Shields fight. We don't want to see Clarissa Shields fight another person like the person she fought on pay-per-view. We don't want to see Clarissa Shields in there with mismatches. Make this fight happen if we can, because this is big for women's boxing. Women's boxing is on the uptick. Um, and lastly, if they do make this fight, I feel like they need some type of 24 seven. They need some type of, uh, you know, show they need to get a lot of sponsors. Um, you know, um, particularly sponsors that are going to get, uh, other women interested into this fight. But I think this has a potential to be huge and I hope that it happens. Kaden, thank you for being perspective and not ridiculous. <laughs> now nah, i think it's gonna be a real good fight shout out to the lady though that she knocked out though you know what i'm saying because a lot of people didn't want to take a fight with savannah marshall you know what i'm saying this lady stepped up and she's never been knocked out before you know what i'm saying and whew, so kudos to that young lady <clears throat> all right this guy man now you different man <laughs> <laughs> Next up, uh, Courtney versus Bridges uh, reaction. Uh, hold on a second. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Shannon Courtney versus uh, uh, Bridges. What was what was your thoughts to that fight? Um, Chilled out, Bill. Fight of the night. Fight of the night. Fight of the night. Fight of the night. Are y'all ready? I am so excited because I was talking about this fight for the longest, and I've been champion for these women for the longest. Shout out to Shannon Courtney and shout out to um Ebony Bridges. Um, got nothing but respect for them. Ebony showed. Look, I scored it. Um, I had a six um six rounds to four for um Shannon Courtney. I don't care if you want to call it a draw, fine. But Shannon Courtney, I had her winning. Um. Ebony Bridges showed that she was more than just um, a beautiful young lady in, in lingerie. She showed that she's a warrior and she's a fighter also. She showed that you had to put respect on her name. Um, I had, uh, she still fought. She had eye was closed, was bubbled up. She was still fighting, was throwing uppercuts. I thought it was a great fight. Um, look, 
I totally agree with you. The judges' scorecards, I don't need. That's why I don't even listen or watch the uh, 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 to the commentary no more. Sometimes I'll be doing other stuff. I turn the volume down. I don't pay attention to these judges. I watch the fight. I don't pay attention to the um, commentary either. Um, great fight. I'm excited to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, these girls put it all on the line. These girls put it all on the line. Exciting fight, man! I can go on and on. I just I want to see it again. They're talking about um, uh, Courtney going to fight uh, Rachel, right? But um, I would love to see Ebony Bridges. Well, once the eye heals, I would like to see her in there again. She proved it. A lot of people thought she was a uh, she was just a, a, a fake. You know what I'm saying? She proved that she's a warrior. You know what I'm saying? She didn't get the win, but she proved that she's a, a fighter, a warrior. Both these women would cut. Oh man, this exciting fight! Exciting fight! I was on, I was on the uh, edge of my seat watching that fight. You know, um, both girls hurt each other. Ebony Bridges got rocked, but came back and still was almost trying to win that round. She got rocked in. Good fight. Good fight. Ned, you watched the fight? No, nah, I didn't catch it. But shout out to Shannon. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> G. Yeah. Um. Yo, like Trill said, excellent fight, you know, but um, and I, I scored it the same way as Trill, actually, you know, six rounds to four. Um, Ebony, salute to her. Yeah, oh, I hear that. Yeah, I hear it too, but. I think it's your name. Um, I'm, it's not me. Hello? All right, exactly. It's definitely you, man. But it's cool. Don't worry. About I got it. on. <laughs> Don't worry, but I just muted for the. Yo, man, you gonna let him do you like that, Ned? It's not me. I got on headphones, bro. <laughs> like, no worries. No worries. No worries. No I got worries. on headphones. That's crazy. Yeah, God bless you. But um, like, I'm honest, man, in that fight, in that fight, Courtney rocked Ebony in the sixth round and in the tenth round. So. And it was like those two rounds were decisive for for Courtney. You know what I mean? And I hey, salute to the blonde uh, bomber. I follow her on Twitter for a while now. I believe it was like her trainer or a manager like put us on to her. Like you know when we first started the channel, I've been following her ever since. But I have to be real, man. She lost, man. But it was still a great fight. I think they should run it back. You know, but. Let's just be real, man. Those two rounds of sixth and tenth were clearly for uh Courtney. And so I just had I just had to call it like it is, man. But salute to, to Ebony, man. That was a crazy bubble die. Like she was playing with one eye, still coming yeah, forward. That's what I'm saying. Great forward. Great forward. Yeah. Still, still coming forward. forward. Great heart. Sure. I forgot what round it was. Like Ebony was losing, but right before the bell hit. Oh, yeah, she hit it with that left hook. Yeah, with the hook. And I was like, man, you know what I mean? Like, if she had, like, another 10 seconds, she could have probably did way more damage. But, man, it happens, man. It's boxing, man. It's a sport. So, but salute to both ladies, man. Like, highly impressed. And this is exactly what women's boxing needs. Like, you need type of fights to propel the sport, man. So, salute to both of them. She's a warrior. I bubble, lip, split, didn't quit. Oh, he's saying breaking the net again. Oh, does that mean... Yo, no, I think he was just clowning you about the whole Ned situation in the act. Oh, I'm about to say. Yeah, so for me, I thought it was a great fight for women's boxing. I thought, like, um, in terms of anyone who had anything bad to say about women's boxing, uh, everything was on display as to why you should respect it. You saw 
two fighters showing great skill. You saw courage. You saw them fighting through uh, cuts and bruises. And you saw the determination to win uh, from both women. And for me, I scored a draw. Um, for me, the way I score um, these fights, especially when it comes to these women's fights, um, we can't act like it's men. And, and, and for me, I feel bad when I score a women's fight because they have two-minute rounds and they have 10 rounds to fight. So they have a shorter fight than men. So when I look at a round, I say, well, did this fighter deserve to lose that round? Or does this fighter deserve to lose the fight based on this round? There were a lot of close rounds um, in, in in that fight. And I, I do feel like it was split down the middle, 5-5. Five, five, um, and I thought it was a draw. You can't you can't argue with um, Courtney winning. Courtney landed uh, some of the punch, the harder punches that hurt um, Bridges. And... Courtney was she was she was very solid and so was Bridges. I think it was a great fight for women's boxing. Uh, I was pleased and I was I was actually proud of uh, both women because I was very entertained by that fight. And like you said, it's the fight of the night. It definitely was one of the best fights of the night. Um, and you know, both women deserve credit and respect. See, that's how you can earn respect in a loss. Bridges lost the fight, but she won over so many people. And shout out to both women. Great fight for women's boxing. You already. Exactly. All right. So next up, we're going to still be on topic a little bit. But Courtney said that Bridges is degrading the sport. Yes. So there was uh, the weigh-in. Well, just take a look for yourself. Let me uh, pull this up for everyone. Let's see if you agree or not. Not a lingerie model like she claims. That's what she was doing fine. I, I don't care. I'm here to fight. This is so much bigger than what she's trying to get it to be. This is a world title fight. Have some respect for the game. You've got people like Katie Taylor who has worked her arse off for years to allow women like me to be in this position through hard work and education. She's managed to get women's box where it is. And you want to almost disrespect it and degrade the sport by talking about your weighing outfit and lingerie. Have some respect and some decorum for boxing. All right. So there you have it. Uh, Shannon Courtney said that Ebony Bridges was degrading the sport and showing lack of respect for boxing by talking about her weighing, her weighing outfit. Uh, Trill Dollar Bill, what are your thoughts on that? Do you agree, disagree? Um, I strongly disagree. And Courtney, I think Courtney was a little bit of, she was using this or whatever to fuel her. You know, fighters grab something, you know what I'm saying, to fuel them or feel a certain way or anything. Um, I feel, um, here it is. I think Courtney was just clout chasing, kind of trying to grab something to use so she could be angry at, at Ebony Bridges. Ebony Bridges doesn't do anything wrong to me with this. What she's doing to me is bringing more eyes to the sport. A lot of guys are pigs. Let's just be right. Let's just get it right. You know what I'm saying? You can even look in that conversation now. You got guys saying inappropriate comments about her. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to tune in to watch her. And she's bringing more eyes to the sport. You know what I'm saying? Like how De La Hoya used to do it. 
like all like Canelo. You know what I'm saying? Like all the other the guys used to do it. They used to have bring ladies in. Ryan Garcia. You got all the little girls going crazy. They ain't never watched boxing before. You got other guys who do antics. They do antics like, you know, they, they, they get people to come watch them. We even got Adrian Broner. We used to see that they used to Adrian Broner used to do antics before a fight to promote his fight. Yeah, fighter's been doing this for a long time. I don't think she's disrespecting the sport, and she showed you that boxing is everything to her with her performance in the ring. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't she wasn't out there being cutesy when she got in that ring. You know what I'm saying? She went in that ring and she fought like a warrior. She fought more harder than some of these guys fought. She had a busted eye, busted lip, and still didn't quit. This was all to promote. She's promoting herself. Why you get mad at the way a person promotes? She's promoting herself and bringing more people to the sport because a lot of people tune in to watch her fight. You know what I'm saying? The guys were just watching her. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see nothing wrong with that. She wasn't uh, degrading the sport. She wasn't talking bad about no other women. I think it was just Sheeran and Courtney's using this as a way to fuel her for this fight. Um, Katie Taylor and all, shout out to Katie Taylor. That's my favorite woman fighter right now. And she ain't never even brought nothing up talking about this. These people worry about themselves. And I just think that even, um, Shannon Court came out there in, in, in thongs and stuff, ready to do weigh-ins before. So I just think is is her way of bringing, um, you know, something to, to like, bring her and promote herself. I don't see nothing wrong with it. She's never disrespected boxing. She goes in there and gives it 100%. And you showed that, and she showed that last night. All right, TBE. The real TBE. You're yeah. mute, brother. Said the real, the royal. <laughs> uh, I, don't think, I don't think uh her comments uh were outlandish i don't think uh she's the great in sport you know uh and if anything it brings like trust it's bringing more attention to the sport it's bringing it's putting eyes on y'all and that's the that's what you guys want you guys want more attention and you guys want to build your profile your fan base and you want to bring more newcomer you want to bring newcomers to the sport so I don't agree with what Shannon said. It's not, it's not, it's not it. Hey. All right. Spirit <laughs> G. Man, yo, Shannon reminds me of one of them like buzz cut feminists, bro. You know what I mean? Where G G G. G, you're abusing the thing in the G. Do not reflect the Rossi Rose as a whole. And all the other faces you see on this screen. No, 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 hold on. Yo, G, I mean, come G, out with the action, cuz. He like, just jumped off the planet, yo. Let me go with it. Come on. The bridge, the tower, the mountain. He jumped out the planet. He jumped out the planet, yo. I don't know. Yo, yo, he came out swinging, dog. Yo, parachute. I like to let, let me tell you, it's kind of like it's kind of like there's there's the there's the bell hooks feminism and there's the Beyonce feminism, right? Where it's like you can still be about women empowerment and still show off your body. You know what I mean? Like, and on top of that, when she's bringing up uh, Katie Taylor, Katie Taylor has Eddie Hearn, arguably the best promoter in the game. You're asking Ebony. To, to to go into the game like Katie Taylor, like Katie Taylor and, and Ebony are in the same position. Ebony ain't got no promoter like that, so she has to do what she has to do. And let's just keep it real. I'm telling y'all this right now, man. This is all facts. 
if I ever had a six pack, I'm acting a fool, man. I already told <laughs> my fellas, you know them dudes at the gym that be wearing like the fishnet uh, uh, tank tops. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be me. You know what I'm saying? I'll be wa- I, man. Listen, I would act such a fool. I wouldn't even know how to act. You know what I mean? So, man, the universe made me fat for a reason, bro. You know what I mean? So when this girl, she and is talking what she's talking, that's because you're just not banging, you know? And it's okay. You ain't got to be a dump. You know what I mean? Like, we're watching you for your hands, right? Some guys may be watching Ebony for her hands and for other things, you know? And Ebony understands that. So whatever you got to do to sell, it is what it is. Like, for example, like Clarissa, Desern. Yo, you see them getting dolled up now when they're walking into the fight. Why? Because they're trying to sell the fights. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. You say yourself up for that Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm talking about them, them like the, the Puerto Rican Dudes that be rocking that up. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. You mean like them Haitians. <laughs> like them Haitians. Come on, man. Them Caribbean fishnet freaking tank tops. That's what I'm talking about. I ain't talking about no fishnet thongs that, uh, uh, what's his name, Oscar De La Hoya was rocking. There's levels to this. So then now, but what I'm saying is, that's like if Ann Wolf is just like, oh, Layla Ali just trying to be pretty, 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 pretty. Knowing that that's a part of the appeal. Knowing that, yo, she's beautiful and she has hands. People want to see that. So it's like, I understand. And I was in no disrespect. Do you want to be Oscar? Whoa, watch your mouth. <laughs> Dobinalu. <laughs> but pretty much what I'm saying is this. And I, I wasn't even being disrespectful when I said, like, the, the buzz cut feminist. They already coming for you. Nah, nah, what I'm saying is. What I'm saying is this. There's, there's levels to feminism, right? Just like there's levels to masculinity. You know what I mean? It's like one person may go about it one way to sell a fight. Another person may go about it another way. doesn't mean one way is wrong and one is right. It just means like sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get the big fights. Ebony understands like, hey, man, I need to get myself out there. If I have to wear lingerie, it is what it is. Like I don't, I don't see people getting upset when a when a dude shows up in in his Hanes underwear during the weigh in. Nobody gets upset. He could wear shorts. You know what I'm saying? He could do other things, but nobody goes like, "Oh man, how dare he?" All I'm saying, man, hey, uh, keep digging your grave, G. Hey, listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen, man, listen. I, yo, listen, I'm telling y'all right now. I'm just keeping it real. Big up to to all the women out there. All I'm saying is you ain't got to go about it one way. You know, like, you can have uh, a person that's they no makeup on, cornrows every day. Yeah, you could do that. You know what I mean? But if a sis wants to get her nails done and get her hair done, put on makeup, whatever, to sell um, fights and to, to get exposure, you could do that as well, man. Nothing is wrong and nothing's right. It's just who you are as a person. That's pretty much what I was saying. And... Salute to everybody that that understands where I'm coming from. <laughs> uh, listen, man, that was that was pretty good. All right, so for starters, to me, I look at it from a number of uh, perspectives, and like what she's saying is as if what Ebony Bridges was doing would diminish women's boxing, right? So you look at women who are successful. 
if they do a sexy photo shoot, does that diminish their accomplishments? Right. Um, Ebony Bridges, that's her thing. That's what she does. She's trying to get people to watch her fight. She's trying to get people to uh, follow her on social media. So she's going about it that way. Um, when I was younger, I was told this. There are two professions where women make more money than men. One's modeling. The other, I'm not even going to mention it. Um, so, you know, when you think about being, we talk about women's boxing. We talk about how can they cross over? How can they do certain things? She wants to get men interested in her. Right? All the guys in this chat know who she is. You, you can see when we started, they're talking about Ebony Bridges. They're talking about Ebony Bridges. Um, if 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 uh, Shannon wanted to, she could go. She can go see the doctor. She could come. She could come back with some things hey, like Ebony. Hey, 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 he could. <laughs> he could. I, I'm, nothing I'm saying is wrong. It's facts. She could go see the doctor, and she can get enhancements, and she could do the same exact thing that. Um, Ebony's doing, um, but she chooses not to. So for her, she's probably looking at Ebony with certain thoughts and certain, uh, you know, preconceived notions about her as a person. She probably felt like she's more concerned with glam. She's more concerned with modeling than she is with boxing. But there was a picture of them together after the fight and, 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 uh, Ebony Bridges probably won her over after the fight because she realized like, although this woman does all those things, she she's a real fighter too. Cause you could do all those things and be a real fighter too. Right. And so when she says she's degrading the sport and you know, she's disrespecting the sport. I don't agree with that. I think she's trying to figure out the best way for her to market herself. And you got to use your gifts and your advantages. You got to use what you have. <laughs> So you think like you think women aren't tuning in to see Anthony Joshua because they because they like the way he looked. You you don't think that that's a part of who Anthony Joshua is? You don't think that? Yeah. Who was the yeah right? Who was the old ho quote back in the days? You got to use what you got. That's that's from uh the movie The Players Club. Yeah. So like you know, um, you got you got to understand that like. Sex sells, as, as you've seen, and everyone's been saying it. And if you have sex appeal, that's always going to be part of your appeal. There's no way you can turn that off. If you're someone people find attractive, this that's always going to work into your advantage. It's always going to work to your favor. And there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, uh, <laughs> I think Chris Rock has like a joke. He said, like, if you go to a restaurant and you don't like the people in the front, you don't want to see the people in the back. Like, you know, it's just like the way it is sometimes. Uh, appearance matters. Uh, and guys guys look at Ebony Bridges. They see her and they like her. So she's fighting. I'm like, hey, I want to see that fight. Shannon could do the same thing, but she chooses not to. Again, that's her choice. But to say she's degrading the sport and all that's a little bit too far. Maybe Trill's on to something when he says she was using it as fuel or just another thing. Or maybe she just genuinely feels like, yo, this is a sport where we're trying to be gladiators and you're trying to be a Barbie doll. Whatever the case may be, great fight. Both women are real fighters. 
Ebony Bridges, continue to do your lingerie stuff if you want to, because it's your life, you're right. Yeah, definitely. Look, she got a title shot in, in five fights. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, hey, I know. No promoter. No promoter. Oh, God, gee. Stream is going again. What? Oh, you lying. Wi-Fi down. <sighs> Yo, listen. It's not me, because if we can see each other and it's still saying that the live is going, I don't know what it Yo, is. Gee, bro, you got to stop doing them 30-minute trials, bro. <laughs> For real, bro. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just YouTube itself, you know. See, I was about to, I was about to blame my son. That's what I always do. I was about to blame him, but he in a book. I'm like, you on Wi-Fi right now? <laughs> he reading a <the> book. <laughs> Shit, keep reading because that's where they hide everything. Oh, good. <laughs> um, hold on, just have faith, have faith, fellas. He going to I don't, oh man, I don't know what it is, man. It's back. We're back, baby. Oh, we're back. All right, cool. We're back. All right. You know I mean? All right, so next up, we have. We're on to the next one. We're on to the next one. Jake Paul versus Ben Asprin. I hope I said it right. Predictions. <laughs> oh, man. This is crazy. <clears throat> Stop downloading. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We got the Jake. We want. We want to the Jake Paul. Yeah. All right. All right. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> uh, stuff is too funny. Um, are y'all ready? All right, so next topic. Bridges picks, yo. Oh, no, we back. All right. Are we back? We back? You sure we back? Are we back? Yeah, we back. We back. Can I get some thumbs up if we back? Can I get some thumbs up if we back? What's up, everybody? I think we back. I think we back. All right, let's let's get it. All right, so we back. Yeah, we in here. All right, so Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. All right, so take a look at this. Oh, it's not sharing, actually. Hold up. All right, I got it. Here we go. Ben Astrin wrote, 
not at all intimidating, but nonetheless impressed by the choreographed cheer playing by at Jake Paul and his minions. <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, I don't know. It's loading again. Oh, no, we back now. Right. What, what happened? I don't know. We keep going in and out. Man. I don't know what's going on. Oh man, so I don't even know did she not working, fellas. Mm-hmm. Hey, I promise y'all it's not my internet. I have Xfinity. I pay good money. It ain't on my end. It gotta be either YouTube. YouTube or- doing this wrong. They seem like that. These brothers are doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably FH team, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man, we probably gotta start start giving YouTube their money. All right, we back. We back. <laughs> You're like, what? You see what we did for the others? <laughs> nah, yeah, we, we back, fellas. Oh, I don't even now we, know. I don't even know. Goodness, bro. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. You want, you want oh, to- we got Complex in the building. Coming in and out, Complex. Yeah. Complex. You want to try to do it, bro? (laughs) Need to get 5G. Please tell me it's working. We're back. We're back. We're back. 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 Yeah. (laughs) For now. Are you sure that we're back? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. We're back. All right. Let's go. We're going to go into uh, the next video all right this is from uh mma weekly we're going to just fast forward to when these guys get That's crazy. Crazy. You know? Hmm. <laughs> So those are some of the uh, antics between Jake Paul and Ben Askren. Uh, it's time for our predictions. But first, I want to know your thoughts on the antics and the buildup to that fight. And then I want to know who do you have winning that fight. I will start this one off with TBE. Man, well, I got winning. I hope Ben Askren shows this man some, like, like you can't play fighting, you know? He's, he's I, I feel Jake is riding off that high horse to that Nate Robinson knockout, and this is where his his like you know you could have done something special. You could actually become a boxer off of that. You know you could really took boxing serious, but now I feel like these guys are just using it to like as money grab. Like every time now and then, I'm gonna use my name for as a fight, celebrity boxing match or whatever, and make make my millions. And I don't like that. Like you don't just come in here and do what you want. Like there's guys out here who really. Damn. Good day. Are we gone? Are we good? Yeah, we, we good. We good. We good. We good. All right. So 
There are guys that really put the I hate, I, yo, I'm, I'm starting to believe that it might be G, man. Hey, yo, G. Not me. Because G, you were cutting out before a few times, and you're the one who sent out the lakes, man. I was cutting out. Oh, for real? Now, <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody with a buzz cut is outside on the lines right now. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, man. Forgive me, man. I don't know what's going on, man. You know, hey man, get it together, man. But I don't, I don't feel like Jake can can actually like Ben Ashton. Actually, he, he's MMA, but he know he can throw his hands. He can let his hands go. He's not no ball player. He's not no YouTuber. He's an actual fighter. So I hope Ben puts his put some put some like res, like respecting this man because this man is like he's right now. I just don't like how. Him, him, and Logan are treating the sport of boxing like this is just not. It's not. You can't play boxing. They're, these are real fighters. They've been doing this for years. I hope they get their behinds whooped sooner than later. All right. So I'm just uh, clarifying. You, you, you want uh, Ben? You want all Ben? Money. All okay. my money's on Ben. Okay. All in. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, GB. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, Ned don't know no better. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a prediction. We got a prediction from uh, Complex. Uh-oh, uh-oh. We got a prediction from Complex. He said, Ben Asterix is going to wreck Jake Paul and MMA Asterix um, fought killers and beating them. Even though this is boxing, you still need to be competent in stand-up boxing. He's going to beat Jake easy. So that's complex pick, Ben Aspirin. All right. Uh, G? <laughs> Man, listen. My money's on Jake Paul, and here's the reason why. MMA striking is completely different from boxing. And I'm not saying Jake Paul is a boxer per se, but looking at how both of them have, sh- have swung and everything, you know, I think Jake is a better boxing striker than Ben is. So my money's on Jake. I think Ben's going to get knocked out. Yo, man, listen. And the fact that he done had a couple of surgeries. Like, I, I just don't see what y'all are thinking. You know what I mean? Like, he's been inactive for too long. You know, like, Jake is still – like, Jake just – what is that? He, I know it was a little NBA player. But nonetheless, he was in the ring recently. And you can tell he's been taking his training real serious. So I think Ben just came for a check, bro. And <laughs> he's going to be flatline on his back, man. So, uh, hey, and if and I would love to take make um, a friendly wager with Complex or with uh, TBE over here, man, and make this a little interesting. So holla at me, fellas, if y'all want to make this, uh, this, uh, this fight a little more spicy, you know, up the ante a little bit. What you doing right now, Complex? We might have to bring you in here just so we can talk some trash to you. Uh, Trill Dollar Bill, who you who you got? Um, you know what? It's funny, right? Because I'm actually hanging out. Like people was asking, like, am I in, into anime? No, I am not. I'm actually hanging out in my son's room. Who put me on to Jake Paul and Logan Paul? You know, I really don't know them. Um, Jake Paul gonna knock him out. <laughs> I see you, zombie. I'm with you, zombie. I see you. I'm with you. I got your back on this one. Don't worry about it. Worry. I got you, <laughs> baby boy. Said it, man. I'm gonna I'm let him rock with that. Jake Paul knocks him out. I'm with it. <laughs> so, 
now that uh, yo complex what you doing let me know let me know you 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 want you you want us to send you the link complex um so complex picked my man uh ben askren which makes me even more confident that jake paul's gonna win this fight <laughs> so i was thinking jake paul from the start but then complex came in with that paragraph and now i'm like dang this is even more confirmation so Jake Paul's been taking boxing serious. He's been getting in the ring with Anthony Durrell, getting beat up by Anthony Durrell. He's been getting in the ring with real boxers, getting beaten up by real boxers. So by the time he steps in the ring with Ben Askren, it's not going to be like he hasn't been in there with better boxers than him. Now, I understand that this guy was a professional MMA fighter and he fought MMA, but MMA striking is not like boxing striking. Uh, and boxing is the best strikers in the world. Like, that's why they're boxers. So he's being in there training with some of the best boxers in the world. And so when he gets in there with Ben Askren, I think that uh, he's going to stop Askren. And he's going to do it for the YouTubers. And that's a good thing because it leaves the door open for one of the boxing bros to get a million-dollar fight in the future and i know the boxers don't like the fact that youtubers are coming in and getting big fights but again it's about interest what you generate how many people want to watch you there are people interested in watching these youtubers fight so that's why they can generate that type of money at the end of the day boxing is still entertainment although it is a sport and it is an art people still have to want to see you fight canelo i can make 160 give me 10 million let's make it happen <laughs> Never on pay per view. <laughs> Yo, the funny thing is that might be Wilder's biggest fight. Wilder versus Day. Wilder did say he's cool with YouTubers uh boxing though. So hey man, who knows, man? Now you might be next up, you know? Yeah, hey, I might be. I might be. Yeah, <laughs> got him in the third round. <laughs> oh man. But all right, next up, we got Demetrius Andre versus uh, Liam Williams prediction. Yeah, all right. Uh, G, who you got? You know what? This is actually a tough one. And only reason why is because Liam – I mean, Williams, excuse me, he has that power. However, Demetrius got the angles. So – I think Demetrius is gonna like you know Booboo's gonna win. After watching FA last night, I would I'll take that fight and I won't run out the ring. Oh, and if you never see me train before, watch. I'm 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 more confident. I'm more confident now than ever. I'll take that fight. I wouldn't run out the ring. I swear on everything I love. It is what happens. Is what happens. But I'll take that fight. I swear to God. Rachel, everything I love. That would put boxing bros on the map, map. They be like, wherever they were like, with pull, what happened to effort? You know what? I think they should, because then we can get some. I'm a promotion. I swear to God, make that fight. On on everything I love. On everything I love, we should make that fight. Easy money. I'm going to do my Don King. Only in America, baby. Only. (laughs) Hey, yo, you know what's so real? I bet you Stretch would be scared too. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little stretch, man. But, um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to holler at Scarface. I would to watch that too. Uh, Storm Raptor, you know what I mean? Poor FA. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, back to 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 Boo Boo, man. Like Boo Boo's, he's real tricky. He's real slippery in a fight. Um, but you know Liam, he has that power, you know. But he's gonna have to first 
land the shots, you know? And so both guys have been inactive, man. Like, I think they had one fight each last year, and that was it, you know? So, like, both of them inactive. So it's really a toss-up, man. I don't know how uh, COVID has affected their performances, you know? But um, I think it would be an exciting fight, you know? Um, but, yeah, let's just be real, though. I, I honestly believe that, you know, they brought in uh, Williams just to lose to Boo Boo. So, but nonetheless, man, it's a good fight. Um, I'll say 60-30, uh, uh, Demetrius Andre. All right, all right, Troy Dollar Bill. Boo Boo, all the way. Everything that G said, I, but I'm surprised G didn't just be like, Boo Boo just going to, you know, it's just work. It's work for Boo Boo. The only reason why is because of both of their activity. That's the only oh, reason. Because okay. like, normally I'm like, ah, food. But I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know what, you know, Demetrius been doing. He put them paws on him twice. Yeah. <laughs> he put them paws on him twice. That's it. He got hit two losses, right? And that's from Beefy. You know what I'm saying? If y'all don't know who Beefy is, that's, that's Liam Smith. You know what I'm saying? Beefy put them paws on him twice. So I think. Okay. That- I say 63rd, I meant. I meant 70-30 if I said 60-30. Then my bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going 90-10 boo-boo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think this oh, is wow. – I think, I think boo-boo needs to – they need to stop the mess and stop the madness. Um, uh, boo-boo needs to get in there. If he can't get – instead of trying to get past this fight and then the next fight should be against – a Triple G, a Charlo, get one of these. You're not going to get the Canelo. You're not going to get the Canelo. So, you know what I'm saying? You should try to get the next guys after. But I got Boo Boo winning this 92. <laughs> uh, Ned, did you go? Uh, no, not yet. I, I think I, I'm going I'm going with Boo Boo, you know, you know. So, it's just I, I kind of agree with G. These fighters had some time off last time. Like, like I don't know. Like, it's it's gonna be a good fight to see to see them both get in the ring. But you know, I'm gonna go with the hometown, yo. Know? Like, well, or the home, like, like the 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 the, the cousin, yo, know? because he's he's the New Englander. So, now I think Demetrius Andre is one of the most uh, talented fighters. Difficult style. Um, there's still questions as to how good he is because we haven't seen him in there with uh, the elite level competition. Although in many ways it's no fault of his own, I know he tried to fight Billy Joe Saunders and that fight fell through. Um, but I do want to see him up against the elite. Uh, in my opinion, he beats those guys. Uh, he beats a guy like Liam Williams easy. Um, I think most people feel that way. I think that uh, this fight was made for him to showcase his talent, for him to be active and hopefully set up a bigger fight. Uh, I think uh, – Demetrius Andrade versus Triple G is a good fight that they should make. It's a unification bout, and it will, and it will set up the winner of that fight to become, uh, you know, an even bigger star. Although Triple G, by many accounts, is already a star, but he's a fading star, and people question: Does he still have it? He looked good in his last fight, but if Triple G stops or beats Demetrius Andrade, that automatically lights a fire under him. That automatically gives him that heat again, and he's automatically going to be catapulted into discussions for bigger fights against better opponents. So um, for me, I like uh, Demetrius Andrade to win this fight. The question is, what's next for me? Like, I'm like, puncher's chance for Williams, whatever you give that 10%. 
20%, however you – whatever you give a punch. He has a punch, his chance. But uh, I see Demetrius Andre winning this fight in impressive fashion. And shout-out to the Smith brothers. I haven't heard from them since um, Cat 40 Cat Cal. Callum Smith lost to um, to Saul. So shout-out to the Smith brothers. I haven't heard from them brothers. Those are my guys. I like them over there, the Smith brothers. Fight family. Big asterisk is going to meet Jake Park. So what's next? Next up, uh, we just pro Gray versus Ivan Red Vok predictions. Red catch. My bad. Nice. That's, that's, oh, that's the same red catch. Oh, yeah. I thought it was another yeah. Yeah. name. I was like, this is on the undercard of um Jake Paul versus Ben Asterix. Mm. And um it's Regis Pro Gay versus Ivan Red Catch. And so um Wanna know who you think's gonna win? Let's start to off with Ned the TV because he seems to be. And they fighting at one forty. Um, I believe so. Yes, one forty. Oh. Let's see. How man? I want my boy Regis to win. I think he can pull off the victory. He did lose to um, what's somebody's name? I'm I'm drawing blanks. Um, his last fight. Well, it wasn't his last fight when, but. I think he could pull off the um, victory against Ivan Redcatch. I feel like Regis lacks lacks the aggression in the ring where he has to like dictate the fight. But I think um, Ivan's not that um, serious opponent where he could lose. He could lose to like he did. Keep forgetting his name, but yeah, you know, <laughs> I keep forgetting his name. I don't, I'm gonna get it. But go on. I G I don't hey Ned did his thing G <laughs> Yeah man uh my money's on Regis man because I remember the last uh uh Red Cash fight he pretty much wet the bed man so nah man I'm I, I think we just got this you know um it ain't gonna be by knockout but it's gonna be by uh, a, a smooth decision I, I'm calling it a smooth decision man but um yeah so I got, I got, I got program on this one. All right, dollar bill. I'm over your shoulder, bro. I'm sitting there looking <laughs> over your shoulder. I know, right? It look like it look like right now you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at it like this. I think it is going to be a stoppage. I think that the ref stops the fight from uh, Ref Cav getting brutally beaten up. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to Ivan Red Cav. Boxing needs guys like Ivan Red Cav. You know what I'm saying? They make fighters want to beat them up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm he talks the talk. He's always, even if you beat him, he's coming there to talk trash, and he's going to give you whatever he can give you. So I'm not mad. He probably coming in with green hair this time, light green hair, pink hair. We don't know. But um, we just progress. I like him a lot. I actually picked him to beat Josh Taylor. You know what I'm saying? I thought a lot of stuff played a part in that fight. I'm not going to make no excuses. I think he went over there too late. And I'm a lot. I'm not going to make no excuses because Josh Taylor did a phenomenal job. But uh, Regis Progress, I think that he's working his way back up. I think he needs a big, big fight. Um, I, w- I, was, I wanted to see the draw with him in, in Taylor bad. But um, I say Regis Progress, um, you know, mopping the floor with Ivan Reckon. <laughs> All right. Round um, the 10th round. Round the 10th round. Ref gonna stop him. Save him. Yeah, I think Regis Progray is gonna win. I don't see uh Ivan Red Catch winning this fight. I think uh, he has a lot of heart. 
Um, you know, hopefully he doesn't bite Regis and lose his whole paycheck, you know. Um, but when all is said and done, I think uh, Regis Progress should win this fight. I just hope it's an entertaining fight. I hope it's a good fight. I hope it's worthy of the money that you're going to pay. Um, and so, you know, I think it's the co-main. So it'll be a good platform for Regis Progress. So if he shows out, he can inherit a lot of fans that are coming to watch Jake Paul. So good luck to Regis. Good luck to Ivan Redcatch. I hope it's a good fight. I got Regis winning. All right. All right. Now we down to the last topic, people, which is will uh, Tony Harrison be champion again? Oh, I just got, I just got, um, uh, they said red cap. <laughs> um, a question, a quick question. Um, where do you guys, it has, it's off topic. Where do you guys rate, um, progress at 140? Like, like I have, it's, it's always been confusing to me, right? You know what I'm saying? Because we got, we got Ramirez, we got Josh Taylor, to me, those guys is uh, one and two, and 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 I think that progress could be three. But then there's other guys at one forty. Um, what do you guys rate Regis Progress at one forty? What do you think? I actually had him at number three right now. So. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know where I rate him. I think like he's he was competitive with Josh Taylor, but he lost. Um, so. You on that level, you got to give him respect that he was competitive in the fight. Um, but I don't necessarily know because he hasn't fought like the other big names. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he, at right now he could be at number three. You could have him at number four. He's definitely top five. Um, I just don't know like really how good he is technique wise. I'm not really impressed with Regis. Um, I like. I just don't know. I need like for me. I'm more sold on boots than I am on Regis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I agree. I think Regis will have to get in there with the other guys. We'll see after this. Um, because we got a big fight coming up. We got uh Josh Taylor and Ramirez coming up soon. So mm-hmm. that's definitely gonna put everything in perspective. Nick, you got anything to add on the Regis? Uh it was Josh Taylor was the fight I was looking for. It just, but I think we just got it. But are we on Tony Harrison? Yeah, yeah. So Tony Harrison is fighting uh, on the seventeenth on Fox. It's his comeback fight since losing to Jamel Charlo, and uh, he's fighting, let's say, less than stellar opposition, which you can understand in a comeback fight. So. You know, we anticipate most people are going to pick Tony Harrison, unless there's someone on this panel who's not going to pick Tony Harrison. The more interesting question is, will he become champion again? So we'll start this one off with Ned the TBE. Will Tony Harrison become champion again? Tony Harrison catching my heart. <laughs> and I, I'm a big fan of him, man. But to be honest, to be honest only way he'll become champion a wise man once said, once AJ or Fury vacates their belt, only way Tony Harrison becomes champion is one of, if one of the holders of these titles or Jermel vacates those belts. And that's it. All right. Trill Dollar Bill. Uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, shout out to I'm with you, Ned. I'm I'm with you, Ned. I'm sitting here and I'm I'm trying to think of something to say. I, I'm with I'm with you. Come on, man. I'm I'm with you guys. I know all four of us love Tony Harrison outside the ring. We think you know what I'm saying? First thing that popped in my head was cornball. You know <laughs> um look, uh Tony Harrison, man, you have a great personality. Um, I like you. I just this you have certain skills and you can, you know, give people a rough night. But um, you know, with the certain layoffs that you've been having, you haven't been such active. And I just don't see it, my brother. But I think you're a good fighter. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I just these guys, these is these is tough. These are punches here at one one fifty four. You got her now coming back. I just um ain't heard already beat him. So um, nah, I just don't see it. I want to say something because uh, we we like him. You know what I'm saying? So you know how like when you like somebody, you want to be like, hey man, you know one of these one of these vacant belts. You know what I'm saying? Like we're we're never saying like maybe one of these guys will move up to Charlo. He'll go up to 160, and then all the belts to go vacant, and then maybe he could get one. I just don't see it happening. But shout out to um, Harrison. You know what I'm saying? You got that win. You got that one win. You know what I'm saying? Nobody can ever take that from you. Mm-hmm. And you was called champion. You know what I'm saying? All right. Conspira G. Yeah. It's an easy no for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm give? No, it's like a less than my Cody G. Sugarcoat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Laura got one and Charlo got the rest, right? In that division? Nah, the Brian got one. Brian got one and then Charlo got the rest. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. It's not still gonna be a no, but he never you never know, man. Like it's possible because it is out. I think Al might look out, like you know, might offer a bag to to try to get it into um Tony Harrison's hands again. However, I, I just don't see it like happening. And somebody said this too, which I agree with. Yo, great fighter. Like he, yo, he he knows how to box. However, he just lacks a chin, man. Same, and I honestly, I'll say the same thing with uh, J Rock. Great boxer, just lacks chin. You know what I mean? So it's possible if the the, the belts are vacated, it's possible he might get an opportunity. But currently, right now, with the title holders, I just don't see it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but he's gonna win. You know, it's possible. You know why? Because if he can get uh, Castano before. Uh, Jamel, although it seems like Jamel's probably going to get him based on the reports, then maybe he can get a belt. But, I mean, if he looks good coming back, he can call out Jamel for a third fight because they did split. One went to him, one went to Jamel. Now, of course, Jamel (laughs) closed the show um, and won by uh, knockout, but you never know. It's still 1-1. Maybe maybe he can try to get uh, another fight. I think the likely answer is no, um, but it's still possible. I think everyone touched on the biggest issue with Tony Harrison is his chin. It's questionable. And unfortunately, that's the one thing you can't really improve. Boxing technique is phenomenal. He, he can outbox a lot of these guys. He was outboxing Charlo, and, and, and Jamel Charlo is a good fighter. 
But at the end of the day, he doesn't have the chin. And not having a chin in the sport of boxing is, is a curse that is very difficult to overcome. I think probably not. So my answer is going to be no. But there is little pockets, little avenues, little possibilities. But still, if I had to vote today, my answer is no. But he's going to win. He's going to win that next fight. He's fighting the guy who just got knocked out his last fight. So this is probably a showcase <laughs> for Harrison. So, you know what I'm saying? Well, go. I didn't think anyone was going to pick his opponent. So. <laughs> <laughs> Although we got Ned here, so you never know. <laughs> stopped his last fight. So, you know what I mean? Please like and subscribe. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. And please check out our podcast on all major streaming services. I'm Trill Dollar Bill. That's Slippery G. That's Ned the TBE. The Royal. And that's Katie. We are the Boxing Bros. What's up with y'all?